And we are coming down in three, two, one. Welcome to Good News Sports with Drunk. I'm your host, Cupcake the Riddler, and I'm joined by... Mock. Nope. <laughs> Not Mock. The Master Chris Massey. And the Rat of a Red Baron. Rat, 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 rat. Oh, an applause. Hey, Plus. Mr. Rat. Why am I only hearing out of my left ear? You know, you have to mess with the... Uh, it's, the, it's, the yeah, it's the connections in the head. The, just kind of spin it around. Yeah. It'll eventually it'll figure Remember when you had to do that for mine? Yeah. yeah. If you guys listen closely, you hear the little uh, campfire that's going on from yeah. my microphone. Mm-hmm. I'll try to fix that. Well, what's the deal with that? It's just, it's something with the XLR cable and the microphone. It's literally both things. <laughs> so sure it's not just the green pop filter? No, he did it or, with uh, the... not pop filter. Uh, what are they called? It's like the... Like the it's like a windscreen, windscreen pop filter is. It's on, I mean, it's kind of a pop filter. It's kind of. Matt, how you doing? I'm doing all right. How are you? Hanging in there. How's your weight loss thing going? I think we're two weeks in now. Not great. No? No. You think you're going to lose? Yeah. You think so? Yep. It's a bummer, man. Yeah, it really is. You have to wear a Seahawks shirt mm. for the whole football season. Every show here. Well, I can fit into Ashley's. That's hilarious. <laughs> that would be better because we don't have to buy one. Yeah. Matt, please wear her Russell Wilson jersey. Okay. Oh, my God. Well, I think I'd rather wear a T-shirt because I don't – the jersey doesn't stretch. The T-shirt fabric stretches. Is it a shirt? Seat? Not no. that much, no. though. It's More not, so than the jersey. Yeah, more so than the jersey, but it's not going to stretch from, like, mouse to rhino. No, it'll be a fucking cutoff. It'll stop right here. It'll be great. Matt, Ooh, so we're going to have to cut it off of you. <laughs> <laughs> Get some Easy Kill Elliot look going for you. Oh, <laughs> man. Mid-drift. That's so funny. Uh, so when Ashley went over to England, um, she br- brought me back a shirt. What she didn't realize is that their extra large it's is like not a medium here. Yup. Yeah. So I put it on. It was absolutely a crop top. It stopped <laughs> right here. And it, she's yeah. like, a year later, she's like, why don't you ever wear the shirt I got for you? I put it on and said, this is fucking why. She's <laughs> like, I get it. I had somebody, uh, an aunt that went to the, to the United Kingdom one time and bought me shoes. That oh, she thought man. I really liked. She's like, you're a size 13, right? And I'm like, yeah, here. <laughs> like, she just goes, why? That's a size like, 5 here. Yeah. I was like, um, here, let me show you how I can fit my big toe in these. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so we're here. We're live. Uh, no machine washable. No souls. Fuck them. Um, <laughs> they will be Skyping in for the next five, I think five out of the six weeks. Um, softball schedule. Finally came out, and they drew the their team drew the shit end of the stick playing on Mondays, and they value softball more than they value the show. Apparently so. I hope lightning simple. strikes them in every single game. Yeah. It's that simple. Yeah. Gotta got feel good. A good ego boost for us. Yeah, we're the best. Yep, we're the best. Yep. Well, at least warriors. we know who <laughs> so we are. We're the warriors. No, um, so I, I believe Maxine should be skyping in at some point tonight. I believe Souls is taking the night off though, because uh. Long story short, his uh, boss is on vacation this week, so he's opening, uh, filling in, opening the establishment uh, today, tomorrow, and Wednesday. So he's sounds gotta, rough. Yeah, he's got to he's got to be in at five. And he sounds was, rough. He was, he was in at five today, so he'll probably be tired. 
So uh, we're going to kind of change things up today. I mean, starting lineups real quick. Just uh, Budweiser. 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 Yep. All right. <laughs> but these are kind of floater beers. Like, they're just yeah. kind of like nothing that's going to kill the palate. Just something to keep the lips, uh, the, the whistle wet. There yeah. Because uh, Kendall had the idea of doing like a spirit tasting every week for a little while. I'm all about it. I think this would be the crew would that would really appreciate it. Not to say that Mock wouldn't. Well, but here's the thing. Here's the thing, though. But like, just in case they do come on, I, I think we took care of the one that they would hate the most. Well, not true. We have scotch today. <laughs> yeah, Scott, we have scotch. Mass, you like whiskey. Yeah, remember, Mass, you did that independent tasting that yeah. one time, and I almost died. <laughs> but that was yeah. on you. That was, no, that's because you fit. It's because I over poured, and you were like, "Well, I should finish these." <laughs> so by the third one of nine, you were like. I'm not good to drive. <laughs> and it's like, stop drinking. <laughs> nah, six more. <laughs> Take it from somebody like Kendall, who drank till four and went to work at five. Way to be, man. It's not always easy, and it's not ever good. <laughs> Kendall, how many times did you go to sleep after a night of drinking and wake up the next morning and drive to work drunk? Oh. Countless times. <laughs> there was one time I remember... We do not condone drink, drinking and driving. <laughs> no, 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 no. He wasn't drinking and driving. He drank, slept, and then drove. Right, exactly. But you just said he was still drunk. Well, it was but, some lingering effects, but yeah, we know. do not condone. <laughs> I left uh, when we were recording in Maple. Uh, I I wasn't like a show night. I think we were just hanging out, and uh, Riddler had to go into the liquor store early, so he had to open. He woke me up before leaving, and I stood up like this is not good, <laughs> and I had none of my things, so I had to. I was and I was oh, you were like, late, and I was late, so I had to run to my house, yeah. get my stuff, and get on the road. It was no bueno. I think my favorite like. Waking up from a night of drinking story ever, though, was the night that we were at Pat's. Oh. For me. They, for yeah. me. Drank all night. I mean, I went. To, I was working at the liquor store at that time. They were like, we're going to have a little party at Pat's. It's just going to be like me, Kendall, Jeff, Pat, and then some of Pat's friends are going to come over and this and that. So we're like, okay, cool. And they're like, can you get the stuff? Because it was last minute. Can you get the stuff? We'll mm-hmm. give you all money when you get here. Okay, cool. So they sent me a list. I went shopping at 830. Closed the store at 9. Drove to Wallingford, got there, and I forget what were we drink. Oh, I think it was the Bird Dog Blackberry. Yes, and that sounds delicious. I drank a lot <laughs> of it in a very short amount of time, and uh, I woke up next to Kendall on a love seat that was in the <laughs> dining room, um, face down, like trying, like drooling, just down it. Then I was like, I'm gonna go sleep in this recliner instead. Was not any more comfortable, so woke up like an hour later. It was 6.30 in the morning. I had to open the store at 8. I'm like, I'm just going to go now. Um, I'm like, headache, stomach hurts, still pretty fucked up. And then I go and I look and it's like, and Jeff is sleeping in front of the door. So I can't open the front door. So I go into the kitchen. I drink a glass of water. I go on the porch to sneak out through the back and climb the fence. Throw up over the banister of the porch three times, scale the fence, get in the car, drive to the closest gas station to get something to eat. For whatever reason, thought a hostess honey bun was the best idea. Two bites, threw up out the side window, left the honey bun in the parking lot of the gas station, and went to work. Proud of you, buddy. It was, and it was a terrible day. Those lights were never brighter in that store. It was so bad. I mean, it was like, we're going to do inventory. I'm like, I'm not doing inventory. He goes, why not? And I'm like, because I know all the Jim Beam looks the same. <laughs> it's such a classic moment because it's like, oh, here's a smart move. Let me rehydrate real quick. 
Get some water on me. Puke immediately because your body just rejects it. <laughs> your body's like, uh, no, fuck you. <laughs> you fucked us up, so fuck yeah. you. Uh, anybody have a toast to excellence? Yes. Oh, you do. My toast is to Alex Smith. Oh, I thought it was going to be to Simone Biles. <laughs> no, my toast is to Alex Smith. Uh, shattered his leg November 18th. Well, he didn't shatter it. Had his leg shattered. There you go. <laughs> November 18, 2018. Almost got sep- or got sepsis in his leg, almost lost his life. This week he was cleared for practice for Washington, which is just an awesome comeback story. Next I, Bears quarterback. You watch. Yeah. Next Bears quarterback. That could be a thing. That could definitely be a thing. Oh yeah. I, I bet you I bet you if he had gotten cleared in the beginning of the year, we would have got him. We would have traded for him. Oh yeah. No yeah. doubt. We're trying to Cleo Mac for him. <laughs> so yeah, you know we got same contract. We, we just need somebody that can. We just need somebody that can not turn the ball over <laughs> on know. offense. Nobody better than Alex Smith, right? That's what I'm saying. Do you have one, Kendall? I do. Uh, mine is to. Uh, it's kind of a two parter. So it's Charlie Blackman, who's basically teetering up and down on the batting 500 range. But the Rockies put out like a video. Uh, it's oh, like a I team saw video that. where it's like just not like a mannequin with a beard. And he's like up in the, like the rafters, and he's trying to like get onto the field like covertly. It's pretty pretty fun. Yeah. Who was the? Uh, I forget what the guy was. Remember the guy that had the beard? He uh, he shaved. Mass, you would like this guy. I forget his name. If you can remember it, Mass will have to look it up for the beard for the beard. But he had a full beard. Remember, and he shaved it so it was just one sideburn went down. Chin strapped around the chin and then curled up to the mustache. You know, I know. At first, I was going to say Brian Wilson, but that's not who it is. I know who you're talking about. The team, I forget who it was, but the team in the uh, Mike Fires, uh, Mike Fears, A's player. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, he was yeah. in the A's. Yeah. So this this preseason, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> such an awesome period. This preseason, when they were doing uh, before the season, when they were doing their interleague games and all that stuff, like prepping, the team they 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 got face shields of the beard. Oh, really? So That's they pulled awesome. it up and looked like they had the beard. It was awesome. It's cool. Uh, my toast of excellence is to the Chicago White Sox. Uh, uh, Saturday against the Cardinals. Yep. Um, oh, I need my private stock. Oh, I forgot. Miss, would you be able to get it? I'll get it. I'm right no, here. no, no, no! Let Rebecca get it because we're, we're talking. Please, Rebecca, Please. can you just get them? They're they're right on the other side. You know where we keep the, the special. They're under gears? the stairs. They're under the stairs. There's a shelf under the stairs. They're under there. Yeah, so are we, Miss? It's fine. There's nothing over there. I promise. Except for werewolves. Spiders. Werewolves um, of London. So, <laughs> um, I always shot a private stock because the uh, White Sox lost the series to the Cardinals. I also. Or perhaps that because the Mets got swept by the Phillies. Did you see the video? Oh, that's my other toast of excellence. Um, so, but anyway, so the White Sox uh, against the Cardinals became the tenth team, I believe it was, in MLB history to go back to back to back to back. Oh, what do you mean? For they home hit runs? four straight home yeah, runs. Wow. Yeah, and I, th- I believe I might be incorrect, but I believe the last team to do it was like the 08 White Sox. <laughs> <laughs> Which they're is like, just very funny. They're just weird like that. I don't. I don't need his. But thank you. Thank you, Rebecca. They're, they're weird. The White Sox are weird like that. They have so many, like, they're in the record. Store. Like, remember, was it, like, two years ago? They were, like, the first team in, like, 37 years to turn three triple plays in a season. Yeah. And then they won, like, ten games. <laughs> but, like, they, but they turned three triple plays. It was yeah. fucking ridiculously hard to do. Even when there's fuck-ups on the bases, it's still hard to pull a triple playoff. So can um, we talk about how just... Dis- no, 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 my sorry. other toast to excellence was to uh, some Phillies fan. But the Mets, after they got swept by the Phillies, got on the Mets buses... To go back to New York, 
and while they were leaving, there was a Phillies fan in the street, in the median between the two ways of traffic, with a broom just sweeping <laughs> as they were the buses were driving That's by. That's fucking and funny. And I was like, that guy's hilarious. <laughs> Very well done. Crack him. We talk about how disappointing it is to watch the Suns go 8-0 in the bubble and then just have to go home. We'll talk about it. Don't worry. We'll talk about all that stuff this hour. All right, let me get my private stock shot out of the way. Probably not the best thing to be drinking tonight after with all this on the table. Yeah, probably not. Um, Round the horn. Ding, ding. Are we just – is it just kind of like um, potluck right now? Whatever yeah, we'll we will potluck, talk about? and then we'll do the other thing we talked about. Let's do the second hour. Um, so, I got to uh, tell you what. I nailed mine, by the way. Yeah. On the draft. Mine is mine is beautiful. Mine tastes so good. It's kind of like a lemony, like Long yeah. Islandy iced tea, and then just kind of hits at the end. Mine is tolerable, but it's not good. <laughs> I like mine. Mine's pretty good. I could drink mine. Yeah. Like, I could order that on the rocks. Well, yeah, I would like this on the I rocks. I wouldn't do it, but I could. I, I think I would enjoy this much more if it was just over ice. Yeah. So, you guys got to name it. Yeah. Uh, uh, Maslow's Mountain Medicine. Perfect. No. <laughs> it's a cop out. Um, Come on, name it. You're on the spot. Bum, bum, bum. I was going for another a taste. See what he's got. Right, what, first thing that hits you, what, what, do you, what do you think? So, it's funny, because I'm thinking of a show that did this. And if, so, it's funny? No. And if either of you can name what show this is from, I'll take another shot. Horatio Cornblower. I mean, it sounds Beavis and Buttheady for some yeah, reason. Yeah, I, I just immediately <laughs> thought that corn as well. Was not. <laughs> I have no idea. Cornblower. TV from my butthole. That's from Archer. Is it? I didn't even yeah. get a chance to guess. Yeah. Sorry. So, take a shot. All right. Um, no, you'll take a shot. It's fine. Uh, but you can. I, mine, I already know what mine is. I said mine's kind of like a Long Island iced tea, but it's not as good. So mine is definitely like a Hudson River lemonade. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh, that's so bad. <laughs> mine's on the Hudson River lemonade for sure. Kendall, what's yours? Um, let me get a quick taste. <laughs> Barf bag. <laughs> Real quick. Rat so repellent. While, so while he tastes, uh, did you guys hear Gerald McCoy tore his ACL? Oh, is it confirmed now? Yeah. I just saw the report that he may have torn it. Yeah, he's out for the season. That's a real bummer. Yep. All right, before we get into this potluck thing, you got a name for it? Uh, Yeah, kind of like Swamp Rose. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Swamp Roads or Rose? Rose. Oh, I like it. Okay. All right, so uh, so as mentioned before, the Red Baron, um, rat, 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 uh, suggested we do like a spirits tasting. So we're going to do a spirits tasting this week. Uh, we're going to do whiskey. Uh, pretty <laughs> much bourbon, but that kind of whiskey. And then we're going to do, I believe we're going to do like a scotch one night, um, uh. tequila mezcal. Um, we can do like other clear spirits if you want, like vodkas and gins. Yeah, I feel like vodka doesn't like warn itself. I, I could be wrong. Yeah. I, I don't know. I mean, yeah. There's a difference between Grey Goose and Amsterdam. No, I... I, I agree. Yeah, but did you know that they did a blind taste test with some of the best mixologists in the world, and like seven out of ten picked Smirnoff over Grey Goose? Yes. It's just really good vodka. <laughs> um, Ted Danson, I mean, come on. Yeah. Ted Danson from Who's the Boss <laughs> Says. Hey, isn't that Ted Danson? <laughs> Tony Danson. Tony Danson. I like that, I like that <laughs> version, too. Uh, Carter. Um, but, uh, oh, so, hold I, on, hold on. Let me just get through this. So, we have six whiskeys tonight. We'll taste two per hour. I figure we know we'll kind of do what like every like we'll do like uh, in the into like twenty minutes in forty minutes in and then that way we're not getting sloshed and small samples you know everyone's gonna yeah. be able to drive home and whatnot so I'm gonna home do you want me to read off the six bourbons or do you want to do you want 
do pick two, and then we'll talk about them. Like we'll no. introduce them as we go. Why don't you read off as you go? So when you pour us one, you read off what that one is, and you tell us a little bit about it. That way, it has its featured spotlight. No, that's fair. All right, no. now we can do the potluck. Well, what are you pouring us? Well, I'm not giving it to you. Yet. Okay. So uh, this happened while we were uh, in between the shows. Uh, that Seahawks rookie that got caught trying to sneak that girl into the hotel. Oh yeah, yeah. Dressed her up as a Seahawks player. Yeah, <laughs> which is cool move. Cool move. Got caught. Got cut. Way to ruin your dream. Bet it was worth it. That wasn't wasn't Pete Carroll actually one of the guys who caught him or no? Yes. Yeah. Which makes it just as like even better. Someone posted a meme of that about that guy um, when uh, the Wayne's brother in Scary Movie Two was making the other girl dress up because remember how he was like yeah. closet gay in the yeah. movie. Made her dress up like a football player. <laughs> yeah, I remember that one. Um, NFL just announced that the season will open at Arrowhead Stadium at 22% capacity. So they're at least having some fans. I wonder what that boils down to, 22%. I don't know. Well, I mean, let's let's look at what Arrowhead Stadium capacity is. Uh, let's see. Arrowhead Stadium capacity. So their capacity is seventy six thousand four hundred and sixteen. Thank you. Uh, quick calculator, because math is not my strong suit. Calculator. Uh, seventy six four one six times point twenty two. Uh, so that totals out to sixteen thousand eight hundred and eleven fans. I mean, wow. Imagine only filling your stadium to 22% capacity and still outselling a WNBA game. <laughs> uh, imagine filling your stadium to only 22% capacity and still outselling a Chargers game. Yeah. Well, you know what's funny? The uh, WNBA couldn't even get cardboard cutouts to come to their games. <laughs> uh, that's fucking terrible. I love it. <laughs> yeah. 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 That kind of oh. sounds like a good like show over kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, see? Oh, I knew someone was going to do it. <laughs> The way I finished it, I was like, oh, someone's yeah. going 20s for sure. Uh, Tossed yeah. up. <laughs> so, um, two big signings since last time we were on the show. You got Kittle and Kelsey that both signed deals. So, I'm just confused. Okay. Did it somehow become legal to print your own currency? Because <laughs> so where the are Chiefs? the Chiefs getting all this money? So so the thing with uh, Mahomes is his deal doesn't take effect until next year. It doesn't matter. Kelsey's <clears throat> Kelsey's doesn't take effect for two years. Okay, but so so then so so when his becomes effective is when Mahomes starts getting hefty. Yes. Yeah. So but they're not paying anybody else right then. Their salary cap is going to become nothing. Yeah. Like, big time. So yeah. A bunch of scrub is playing on that team. <laughs> so, what do you think about giving Kelsey a four-year deal? Four-year extension, I should say. That deal will take him till he's 36, maybe? What is he on now? A six-year deal? Uh, uh, hold on. Let me let me see uh, Travis Kelsey. He's got two, what, like this season and next season? 2020 and 2021 seasons? So, Travis what? Kelsey, let's see. He's currently 30 years old. Um... It's you know what's funny is like player, players like Travis Kelsey like like I don't remember them being drafted like they just like one season showed up yeah well Travis <laughs> Kelsey was drafted in 2013 I know but it's like, but like yeah but it's just like like one season it was just like oh hey this guy's really good yeah, <laughs> yeah just, I don't uh, even remember January uh, January 2016 it was a five year uh, extension so that brings him to 2021 so his extension is up next year I was wrong so it's a Mahomes that's up the year after 
Um, so that was five well, years. Well, no. So no, because Kelsey twenty twenty one. So it's it, it was in the off season of twenty sixteen. So seventeen, eighteen, nineteen. No, it was 20, during the, it was during the twenty fifteen season because it was in January of twenty sixteen. All right, so it'll take it to January of twenty twenty one. So right. at the end of the season, but Mahomes is this is going to be year four for Mahomes, and he's so he'll be up option. after this year. He's on the fifth year option. They accept or they you accept. can't you can't do that. I don't Does signing him to the deal waive that? Yeah, I'm pretty okay. sure. I'm pretty sure signing somebody to an extension waves the fifth year option. Okay, so then I that, think so they, they, that's yeah. what the fifth year option is: is to okay. have the extra room to negotiate. Yeah, to negotiate the deal if you can't get one done, or, yeah. you, or you're you're not sure. Gotcha. Or whatever. I'm pretty sure signing him. It just it supersedes whatever that yeah, is. Yeah, it, it just it makes it kind of like a moot point at that so point. That'll, so that will bring him until he's 35 years old. I mean, I, I mean, why not? Why would you not? I mean. That's I, old for a tight end, though, isn't it? No, I mean, Antonio. Jason Witten. <laughs> Antonio Gates. Tony yeah. Gonzalez. They played for a long the time. The greatest of all times. Yeah, well, I mean, you also, well, the thing, too, is you also have to remember, somebody like a Travis Kelsey can play that long because tra- while he is getting hit by like defensive backs and linebackers, he's not, he, he's running and all that stuff. He's not putting the wear and tear from blocking positions. He's never blocked. True. So like, like I would be surprised if at 36, George Kittle is, effe- is as effective as he is. Right. Cause George Kittle takes pride in blocking. Same thing with Rob Gronkowski. Rob Gronkowski loved to block. He was right. an extraordinary yeah, blocking. He got beat end. up so much. Right. I mean, he, it, it, I mean, I mean, Fuck it. I would I would much rather take 10 hits a game from Bobby Wagner than take 30 snaps trying to block Khalil Mack. Yeah. You know, like, you know yeah. what I'm saying? It's like like a hit, like a blindside hit. Like, you don't even know it. It doesn't even hurt because you're loose. Right. right. You know, it's so. No, I think he has the longevity for it. I mean, okay. I have Mahomes. I mean, it, I, I think Kelsey, for me, Kelsey's success is going to be entirely derived on how good their offensive line is when they start having no money. Because Travis Kelsey is a vertical threat tight end. Right. Tra- Travis Kelsey is somebody that makes an impact 15 yards and out. Right. He's not. He's not the the short route guy, and and you know because that's what Kittle is. Kittle's is, yes. is a rack em up kind of guy. Kittle's a guy who will, who will catch that six yard pass and then make four people miss. Right. He's also a vertical threat. Don't, I'm not taking anything away from him, but Kelsey is like a Rob Gronkowski. He's he's the guy that's going to go down. He's going to out muscle you for the ball. Yeah. In even in double coverage. So I mean, I think Kelsey has the ability to do it. Um, what do you think about Kittle's deal? I like Kittle's deal too. Kittle's deal makes him the twelfth highest paid receiver. I definitely never won in tight ends. So I mean, the thing with Kittle is, I think the thing with Kittle is, is I think Kittle's more important to the Niners than Kelsey is to the Chiefs. Yeah, and I also think they they look at it from a standpoint where Kittle's like like we have to wrap Kittle up because what else do we have on the offensive side of the ball besides him and Garoppolo to wrap up? Otherwise, our, our team is defense. Yeah, that's what that's what it is, and so like they're going to have to. What we need to see from from 49ers fans' point of view, what we need to see is we need to see Garoppolo take that next step where he can. I'm not saying like into Brady, Peyton Manning, but where even, he can carry the team. Not carry the team, but he can make C and B receivers go up a letter grade. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Like that's what he needs to do. He needs to. You Don't know, be he, so self reliant on you know. Oh, I got, I got. Kittle, you know, I, right? You know, exactly. These other guys, I mean, I, and it's, it's not taking anything away from Mahomes, but it's not. It's got to be nice to have Kelsey and Hill. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Yeah. 
it's got to be nice to have Kelsey or Kelsey Hill and then arguably one of the best offensive play calling head coaches in NFL history. Yeah. I mean, it's got to be, you know, I mean, add that to your already amazingly talented quarterback and yeah, you're going to be successful. Um, the 49ers are still kind of in that feeling out phase. They're just doing it at a completely rapid pace. You know, yeah, like just blew up. What know. I'm going to be interested for the 49ers and, and the Kittle signing and all that stuff is, are they going to go the route? Are they going to go that route that like the um, we saw from the Seahawks, where they got better and better and better and better, and like they continuously make it to NFC Championship games, continue to make the playoffs, you know, make it to another Super Bowl in the next three years. Or are they going to do what looks like right now the Rams model, which is a lot of success, pay a lot of people, and then less success, and, and then all of a sudden, and I mean, I personally think that the Rams will be a lot better this year, just because I think they're going to have time to figure out. I, I mean, I think whether it was the coordinator, the coach, we were two bad kicks away from being eleven and. Yeah, but not even that. I mean, because the Browns, like, two years ago, were, like, seven points away from having nine more wins. They, lo- they lost, They lost like, eight games in a row by, like, two or less points. You know what I'm saying? I know, but we were we were at those field goals, kicking them and missed them. Yeah, and the Bears double-doinked and got eliminated. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, it shit happens. That's part of the game. But, but what I'm saying is that I think the, the avoidable thing for the Rams last year, which could have made them that 11-win team without the kicks. Todd Gurley. Well, no, it's not Todd Gurley. It's just I don't think... The, I don't think that Gurley, the coordinator, the coach, and the general manager were all on the same. I don't think any of them were on the same plane. No, no doubt on where Gurley's season was going to be. No doubt. You know, Gurley obviously was here. I think McVeigh was, you know, like third, midway, and then like the coordinator was a little higher, and then the general manager was kind of out on it. Yeah, and, and and so nobody was committed to the same, even remotely close to the same commitment to Gurley. Right. And, and it's you know, which is hard. It, it, well, just it's not. It's just it fucks up your game plan. Yeah, you know. I mean, <laughs> yeah, you're that. only making it easier on the other team by being like, we're just not going to play them. Right. You know, it's like so. I don't know. Um, I have a couple of things to run through. Well, for you hold guys. on. I wanted to go back to your bubble thing, your bubble comment. That's one of them. All right. So, yes, it is super unfortunate that Devin Booker and the Suns went eight and zero and missed the playoffs. I mean. It was Kyle kind of touched on it last week, and there's some truth to it. It's not entirely, but I think the, the NBA, you know, the NBA wanted to draw ratings. They were out for a long time. They lost a lot of money on TV deals and ticket sales and blah, blah, blah. And by giving Zion a chance to be in the playoffs definitely boosted ratings for those yeah. inaugural games. Although, because there's a lot of games people wouldn't have watched. I mean, I bet you a lot of people probably wouldn't have tuned into like, Pels and like the Spurs. Problem is, a lot of these games were on at like Wednesday at three. Yeah, well, they had to keep you know rotating. But like, Pels, Spurs, who cares? Yeah, but Zion, so people care. So, um, it, it's a bummer. I mean, at the end of the day, they were fa- they were they were far so far back that like the Blazers didn't have to win as many games, didn't have to go eight and zero to fend them off. You know what I'm saying? So. It's a shame. I mean, they they played really well, but they you know they they made a good case for themselves with free agency for the next off season. They're still going to get a good draft pick. Um, who knows? I mean, Devin Booker is amazing, and it was on showcase in the bubble. It's it is a bummer. Um, I definitely what I don't like 
is that they did that eight nine playoff thing. I thought that was stupid. Where if the if the nine seed finished within X amount of games of the eight seed, they had to do a playoff for it. Yeah, that's and so it was if the eight seed it was a two game series. If the but if the eight seed won one of them, it was over. If the the nine seed would have to win both, like I didn't like that. It was just it was an, it was extra. It didn't need yeah, to be. Yeah, I mean, here's the thing: the, you got what you wanted by bringing in these extra teams. You had a flip. The Blazers went from being a non playoff team to being the eight seed. You should have left it at that. Um, it'll be interesting. I, I do think though that ratings wise, I think the NBA is poised for a real good Blazers Lakers matchup. Yeah, I would. I think so. I think that's going to be really tune in worthy because Dame played out of his mind as well. Dame Dame was fucking insane. I think Dame joined Wilt Chamberlain as the only player in NBA, the only two players in NBA history to drop sixty points three times in the season. Oh wow, or something like that. that. Yeah, that's bonkers. Yeah, that's fucking insane. <laughs> when you think of people like uh, LeBron, Kobe, I mean. You know what's funny though? I always think, Mass, you have to be the fact checker on this. I don't think LeBron's ever cracked sixty. Uh, I think LeBron's gotten in the fifties like two or three times, but I don't think LeBron's ever cracked sixty. LeBron's highest score was sixty-one points. He did break sixty. When? That was. Let's see. Was it in the bubble? I'll be so pissed. Yeah. Let me see if I can find when that was. Um... LeBron's highest scoring game, 61 points, was 2013 when he was on the Heat against the Bobcats. Oh, so that doesn't count. <laughs> his, <laughs> second, his second highest was 57, Cavs against the Wizards. Yeah, so 2017. Still doesn't count. <laughs> <laughs> Cavs against the Raptors in 2005? No, definitely doesn't count. Um, that's, like being like, that's like being in like 2000, what was it, 7? There's like, still professional athletes that you have to score that much on, though. Yeah, but like, can I ask you a question? <laughs> sure. All right. Can I name so, any of them? No. So like, no, but like, like last year, what what would be more impressive if Christian McCaffrey rushed for seven touchdowns against the Dolphins, <laughs> or if Saquon Barkley rushed for five against the Forty ers That one. Yeah. <laughs> See, I, there's, certain, there's certain things where you're like, who cares? <laughs> I gotta tell you, I've been playing for the first time ever. I started up a. I played a lot of the Madden franchise in, in my time, where you can like lock as a player. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I never play as the quarterback, because um, I feel like I'll just get too frustrated and like stat driven. Um, Meanwhile, Paul has now scored eight hundred touchdowns on the season. <laughs> no, 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 no. I'm actually playing like I'm not. I'm not forcing anything. Um, I mean, you also have to remember too. I'm playing as the Bears, so like because the way Madden does it with ratings and stuff like that, like Tariq Cohen is our first running back and he's not really like an every down running back. Right. I mean, I played the Rams. You imagine Tariq Cohen trying to run up the middle. (laughs) Didn't work very well. I can only imagine. So it was funny though, because it was about, this is about the Rams. So I always used to, I usually always play as either defensive end, some linebacker or a cornerback, right? No, or, or I'll do like a running back or a tight end. I usually don't play as receiver and I usually don't play as a secondary. Um, and I've never played as quarterback before. I've tried everything else. So I just said, you know what? Let me try quarterback. Um, let's see what it's all about and stuff like that. Because our, our, our friend Logan used to do it all the yep. time. He did it with the Browns all the time. Yeah. Um, and uh, I forgot that, like, when you would play, if you were going up because they did that superstar X Factor thing where, like, you know, players would get. Yeah, yeah. Uh, like, so, like, yeah. yeah, so, like, uh, uh, Donald has, like, rough, Roughmonger or, yeah. or Unstoppable or whatever. Something basically like if he gets two sacks in a game, he basically just starts like turns blow- into God. He basically blows up on the field and kills everybody, <laughs> and he wins. Um, it's like a tactical nuke in Call of Duty, <laughs> right? So it's like, um, so the players, those X Factor guys, 
when you're going up against them, will send you like a text message yep. saying like a thing. Talking where, shit. Yeah, like kind of yeah. like talking shit. Like I've been watching your film and you're good, but you're not that good, blah, blah, blah. And yeah. you always have the option of praising, um, intimidating, or uh, disrespecting. Yeah. So like I kind of like usually bounce between praise was and Was it Ramsey or was it Donald? It was Donald. Okay. So it's always between, because you guys, I played with the preseason roster, so you don't have yeah. Ramsey. Um, so I, uh, like, like when, like, so for example, Drew Brees, when I played the Saints, Drew Brees and Cam Jordan went, so I was intimidating to Cam Jordan and I praised Drew Brees. Cause like the way, like, like Drew Brees isn't an asshole. You could, like, right. you could see the way the text was written. Like they were like, we can't make this guy a dick. <laughs> so, but like, so Donald, I was like, I'm going to disrespect his ass. <laughs> oh my God. The goal <laughs> that they set was fucking bonkers. 500 yards of total offense, 260 plus passing plays, Holy and shit. no sacks. <laughs> Come on, man. Holy shit. I mean, shit. I did it. I got it done. But the more impressive part was they held the Rams scoreless, the defense. We beat them 54 to nothing. Wow. And Jared Goff threw three interceptions, and Todd Gurley fumbled five times. Yikes. Todd Gurley thing doesn't shock me. But it was just like, I was sitting there. Like, I, I mean, I can't tell you. I, th- I think I threw for like 386 yards. On, like, 30 passes. Because it was a lot of, like, drag routes, yeah. short ends. Yeah. Shit, I could get the ball away real quick. <laughs> Can't hold on to this for more than two not, seconds. I, I won't get... It's not Donald. Donald never... It's never the X Factor that sacks no. me. No. It's the fucking bullshit 76 overall end guy that gets me. Because yep. I scramble out, and then my guy's like, oh, I don't have to do my job anymore. <laughs> he moved. Yep. All right, I'm going to run through potluck real quick. We'll go a little bit quickly on these, because I have, like, ten of them. All right, real quick. Drink your bourbon. I already did. Oh. So we're drinking the Noble Oak Double Oak Bourbon. It's good. So obviously very oaky. Mm-hmm. Let's get a little bit of vanilla. Yeah, because it's sweet. It yeah, it's like the vanilla honey yeah. comb kind of thing. No I char. Tasted, I tasted death. You're not going to get any char. Nothing like that. Um... This is kind of like a, a well, like rounded type of thing. Mm, doesn't burn you. Yeah, so it's a it's a bourbon oh. whiskey finished with sherry oak staves, and uh, every bottle uh, every bottle plants a tree. Oh, that's pretty cool. Yeah. All right, All right I like so you can go ahead mm. in your potluck thing. I'll pour up the next one. Well, you're going to talk on some of these because a lot of these are focused on uh, you. Unfortunately, I uh, I'm one of those few people that can pour and talk at the same time. Okay. <laughs> so Jim Boylan was fired. Yep. What's your thought on that? Um, kind of like whatever. Does that make you happy? Does that make you? I'm indifferent. Do you think you'll find a good replacement? No. Okay. The Bulls aren't good at the head coach thing. The, 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 I don't know. It, it's just like that's a. Like, the Bulls are in a weird state because they have decent talent, decent slash promising talent. But nothing that makes you go, like, that kid's going to be a star. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, they have Levine, and then everything else is a question mark. They're very young. Every experiment they've tried has been a failure. I mean, sorry about that. I thought my phone was on silent. The, uh, they, when they did the trade, Levine was obviously a win, but the Chris Dunn experiment, kind of whatever. Um, he never, you know, I think that they thought he would take that offensive step. He never did. He's still very good defensively. Um, the Thaddeus Young signing this year didn't work out. Jabari Parker hasn't didn't work out when they did it. I mean, 
personally, I don't think the Otto Porter trade has done anything when they needed three point shooting. It's they're just they're not doing anything, and I, it, it's hard because they're not like fully committing to a rebuild, and they need to fully start over. I love Zach Levine, but I think that they should flip him for something for 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 picks. They should they should trade pieces away. Um, there's a lot of guys that I think can be promising players in this league, but they're just kind of constantly on this rotation. You know, the Bulls for for a long time were a team that were always known for defense and rebounding and didn't score a lot of points, and now they're known for you know scoring some points but giving up more. I mean, they're just you know they're just not a good team. If they're going to bring somebody in, I think that they're going to need to start over completely. I mean, they can keep, they can do it around Levine. He's young enough, and he's shown that the injuries aren't going to be a setback for him. So, okay, um, let's see. Well, but sorry, but I'm saying like yeah. Wendell Carter Jr. has shown promises of being very good defensively and, and and having some offensive capabilities. Daniel Gafford has been a very good defensive piece for his very young career. Kobe White had some very electric moments this year, both as the starter and off the bench. Um, I mean, they, they have a lot of guys that have shown some things here and there. Thomas Sadoransky has, has shown some provability as a, as a depth player. Um, they've done some decent things with, um, uh, like, but like Denzel Valentine has never really like molded anything. Laurie Markkinen was supposed to, he came out his rookie year was a sensation. And, and it just hasn't really done much since because they, they what the problem is, is they're, they're trying to, make him a three-point shooting big man. And that's what the Knicks kind of tried to do with Porzingis. Mm-hmm. And it's like, like, yeah, he can shoot the three, but he's also 7-1. Fucking put him down low and have him fucking battle. Yeah, play to your strengths. Like. I'd rather you go fucking, I'd rather you go three for nine and have all high contested shots down in the paint battling for buckets than go fucking three for nine on taking all threes as a big man. You know, it's like, I don't know, it bothers me. Giannis was ejected out of a game uh, for headbutting Mo Wagner on the court. Yeah. Only received one game suspension. Super surprised. It's because he's Giannis. Yes. Yeah. Now, had that been any other player, how bad do you think the repercussions would have been? Um, I mean, I think it probably would have been the same all around, to be honest with you, unless it was like a repeat offender. Like, like if Draymond was in the bubble and did that, I think he probably would get two or three games because yeah. he, he's somebody that's known to be an instigator and do right. shit like that. Um, like, you know, like, like a Ron Artest was, Rashid Wallace, those types of guys. Now, you said um, you were super surprised. Are you surprised that Giannis I'm surprised did that? It was, no, I'm, I'm surprised he did that, but I'm also because Giannis has been, but Giannis has been getting more aggressive. Yes. Um, I'm surprised it was one game, but at the end of the day, too, I think when it happened, if it was any more than one game, it would have resulted in him missing actual Important playoff games. games. Yeah. Actual playoff games. And I think that, that they're trying to avoid that if possible right now. I mean, if it happens in the playoffs, it happens in the playoffs. You right. got to do something about it. But, like, the, the, you're already dealing with a fragile product as it is. Don't lose one of your biggest stars. You, do you really want the, the MVP of the league missing the first yeah. two games of the playoffs yeah. as the one seed? I mean, right. could you imagine if Milwaukee got bounced because they went down 0-2? Speaking, uh, speaking of uh, one seeds and playoff streaks, San Antonio Spurs break their 22-year streak of being in the playoffs. Popov- Do you have the quote from Popovich? I'm going to find it real quick. I, I forgot it what here. it was. 
you know, it, it, it's it's just one of those things, and we don't know exactly how the season would have played out. But you like to think that if COVID didn't happen, that you know things would have been different. I mean, I don't think so. I don't think the Spurs would have made the playoffs. No. I, I still think the Blazers would have been a hot team, and, and the Grizzlies, I think, would have been kept, would have kept the ball rolling. There, were, I think, there were too many things going. The Spurs have just, you know, the Spurs are kind of in that weird thing right now. Do we need to rebuild or do we need to reload? Yeah, I mean, they're not a reload team, though. That's not Popovich's M.O. He's not a guy that's going to, I mean, not that Popovich is the GM, but the Spurs as a whole, they're not the guy, they're not the team that's going to go out and, and, and spend no $350 million on players in the offseason. No, they're, they're homegrown. They're homegrown, um, or, or they bring they bring in role players, and that's what they do. Um, I mean, I remember it was so, I remember how, like, crazy it was that they signed LaMarcus Aldridge. I was like, what? That's such a huge signing for them, like, for them to do something like that. Um, I just think that the, uh, I don't think the DeMar DeRozan experiment is working there. No, which um, is sad because I love DeRozan. I love DeRozan too. It should, I don't think, Popovich has never been the type of guy to draw up an offensive game plan to put a ball in one person's hands. No. And, uh, so, and, and that's really what that team is right now is a team where DeRozan needs to have the ball, the ball 30% of the time. Yeah. DeRozan needs to average 25 to 30 a game. For the team to be successful. I'd love to bring him home. Yeah. I don't think it will ever happen, but... You never know. Yeah. Um, Popovich's quote, uh, that's fake news. That's total fake news. Lots of guys have been telling me the streak hasn't ended. I talk to people all the time. They call me, they tell me, Pop, the streak end didn't end. It didn't. So, obviously making fun of President Donald Trump there. Mm. Well, also just him giving a big fuck you to all the reporters, which he's very good at doing. Yes. Yeah. Um, let's see. Kendall, I would love to hear your comment on this one. You ever watch the Greg Popovich, Craig Sager interviews? No. Classic. Worth it? Craig Sager. Oh, yeah. Okay. So for, you're going to want to do two things when you get home. God. Jesus. <laughs> um, Tim a second home run. Who um, Tim Anderson. Uh-huh. Um, you're going to want to go home. You're going to want to watch three things. Kevin Garnett <laughs> with Craig Sager. Okay. Popovich with Craig Sager, and then you're going to want to watch like the Craig Sager like tribute video. I mean, it's sad, but it's so. Was Craig Sager just like the sideline reporter for the NBA? Yeah, he was the sideline reporter, but he worked for TNT. Okay, so it wasn't until and he lost his life to cancer. Um, he was a very colorful guy. He was the guy that always wore the really bright colored suits. Oh, him. Okay, I remember when he did a step of silence for him. Yeah, yeah. Um, he um in his last season, I think ABC brought him in. To call because he had never done a, a live call, no a game. playoff game. Oh wow! Because TNT doesn't know his playoff games, or I mean a finals game. He's never done a finals game because the ABC always does the finals. Right. right. TNT will host playoff games, but they don't. The the, the finals are always ABC. Um, Kendall, your thoughts? Brett Favre was recently on the Complexes Sports podcast, and, and I, I will quote, stab you. I will stab you. <laughs> I, I am know, tired of hearing this. I didn't even know Complex had a sports podcast. Did you hear about this, Kendall? Actually, I did. Well, maybe, maybe I'll remind me. I don't remember right now. Uh, Brett Favre said he would love to see Aaron Rodgers on the Bears. Oh, why? Why would he, why would he say that? Uh, and I quote. Uh, just he went this, to Minnesota. Why do you think? <laughs> just from the standpoint of we have killed the Bears con- uh, collectively. I mean, Bears fans would probably be like, I can't believe I'm saying this, but I'm so glad Aaron Rodgers is on our team. Nope. <laughs> uh, that just, that's just, oh, sorry, guys. Wouldn't, wouldn't say that. 
I figured you wouldn't. That's why I wanted to hear what Kendall would say. I said the same thing. That Mark asked me the same thing. I was like, well, but what if Aaron Rodgers brought you to the Super Bowl? I'd be really happy for 52 members of the team. Yeah, fair I mean, that's just saying something to say something. Like, there's no, like, nothing worthwhile by him saying that. It's no. just like, you know, oh, you know let's why say I don't want him to come to the Bears? Up. You know why I don't want him to come to the Bears? Because he'll come, he'll have massive success, and I don't want my team being the team that's responsible for putting his name into the greatest quarterback of all time discussion. <laughs> I won't have it. That's actually a fair, fair response. I like that. I won't have it. Um, very stupid, but I thought it was very funny. Deion Sanders has left the NFL Network and is joining Barstool Sports. You what? Know, I, I because NFL that. Network asked him to take a pay cut, he said no, so he's going to join Barstool. What? Yeah. He is going to do so much cocaine. <laughs> <laughs> I saw that. Like, I, I, I like Deion no matter what. He's just, he's like the perfect, you know, commentator. He's a personality. And it, it, it makes sense for him to kind of be there, but at the end of the day... You know what he is. <laughs> he's a guy who's, you know, 50, pushing 50 years old, and he's on this young man's game, like, network. It's just weird, but good for him. So, apologize to the viewers, because you can't Could see Could you imagine this. him and Portnoy together, like, doing a pizza <laughs> review? Oh, I can't wait. Ugh. Um, apologize to the viewers because they can't see this, but I'm going to show uh, the rat and is this Riddler. Gonna, is this going to be the, the first live look at the dinosaurs in Jurassic World? Uh... No. Oh. Um, I saw it. Okay. Seven times. Okay. Um, this is a picture of a former NFL player. Can you tell me who this is? Um, I'm assuming it's an offensive lineman. You're correct. I can't, I can't really, like, I, it, it doesn't matter. It's far away, and it's also, like, a picture where he's not the center focus. Let's see. Oh. It's not going to work. That's Joe Staley. Oh, wow. Joe Staley weighs 175 pounds. Well, what's his face? did the same thing. Joe well, Thomas? Yeah, Joe yeah. Thomas lost a shit ton of weight. It's interesting. 175 pounds. Well, Six months later. Yeah, well, yeah, but can I tell you something, though? I know how much they have to eat to keep that weight on. No, it's not that. You know, you know what it is? What? After they're done... Their knees are so shot that if they don't take that weight off, their knees are going to... It, oh, it's going to go... It's just that much harder for them. Because now they're old. They're getting older. They're getting, they're, you know, their, their joints are getting harder to work with as it is. Plus all that abuse. They take all that weight off. It's almost like they're a new person. Oh, yeah. But it's just phenomenal how quickly they can go down in weight. It's just how much they eat to maintain that mass. Oh, well, listen. They and just lose they, it. They work hard. Probably the hardest guys working, you know, just... you know. Yeah. Uh, I got four more to run through real quick. And then we can get to the second review. Um, Lakers said that they're going to wear black Mamba's jerseys if they make it past the first round, which sound pretty cool. I'm, I don't know if there's a picture for this or not. I'm going to check it and see it real quick. Uh, so what, like, like fuck Kobe that were fuck, fuck the first round. I, like, I, don't get it. I think that that's what they're going to look like, but, but they've worn those. Have they? <laughs> yeah. Those, those no. are like a jerseys that have existed before. I, I don't know if that's what those are or not. Um, but, uh, Orange County also just announced August 24th is Kobe Bryant day. Yeah, that's cool. 824. Um, <clears throat> San Antonio Spurs. Uh, I said that more for him. What? What? But I knew that. Paul, these last two are for you because Kendall and I can't really comment on them. Oh, great. Here we go. Uh, it's NBA. Don't worry. Oh. Um, I was like, yes, I know. They're down 3-1. Vlad is stepping down from the Kings. <laughs> Finally. Thank <laughs> God. So tell us more about that. Um, He's the reason that team has sucked for as long as it sucked. He's okay. terrible. He, so, he, he literally won't bring players in out of spite. He doesn't bring players in for vendetta reasons. He's had opportunities to make the team better and doesn't because he doesn't like the player. So yeah. I like, guess it, the question is, do you think the Kings have a good chance to... Kings have already been making huge steps. Okay. They're going to do 
I think that they could. I think there absolutely could be a playoff team next year with okay. with good management. Um, do we know who Joe Dumars is? Joe Dumars. Yeah, like, he's the guy who's taking over as uh, VP like, of basketball. Like ops. the like the ex Pistons guard. Might be. I don't know. Is that? Well, I mean, find out. You're the fact checker. If Joe that's who it is, Dumars. concerned would be the word. <laughs> I guess. <laughs> Let's see. Which seems random. Yeah. Well, Isaiah Thomas was a coach from the Pistons. Oh, yeah. Not good. <laughs> but nothing will ever top the Mike Singletary experiment. <laughs> that was so bad. Uh, yes. That uh, Joe concerned. Okay. Concerned. I, I have a... So it's temporary until they find a new one. Yeah, because he was on the, the team. He was in the front office, right? Yes. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I, I have a feeling they're going to try it out for the year. This is a joke that I don't understand. Mavs legend Vlad. Why is that funny? Mavs legend Vlad? Yeah. Somebody's making fun of him for being a Mavs legend. I don't know why. I don't know. It's I, don't know. I don't know. Um, <clears throat> last topic. Maybe he sucked as a Mavs. Maybe. Yeah. Uh, or, or maybe like the Mavs kept bouncing him in the playoffs. I don't know. Alvin Gentry has been fired from uh, New Orleans. Bummer. Was it the right move? No. I don't think so. That that team, with the exception of Brandon Ingram, did not play at a hundred percent. They they none of them looked. They all looked lackluster out there. And whose fault is that? Theirs or the coach? I, I think it's a combination, but I don't think it's his fault. Um, he he he's got the task of doing. He's got the task at hand of doing something that's very difficult, and that is figuring out what do you do? Do you do you follow the pressure from upper management and the league? to try to make sure that you have the one-two punch star of Lonzo Zion? Or do you play to your team's strength? I mean, the more we're seeing from Lonzo, the more we're seeing that Lonzo is kind of like a upgraded Rajon Rondo. He's not, I mean, he can, he can score better than Rondo, but he's a defender and a playmaker. And with Zion and Brandon Ingram, that's what you need. Yeah. Young team, I mean, Brandon Ingram, Zion Williamson, and Lonzo Ball are all under 25. Yeah. Plug, shameless yeah. plug. Um, no, but, I mean they're all under twenty-five. Like that's cancer to a team, shaking up that 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 type of that youth and just constantly doing all the head coaching stuff. It's then you start giving these players, especially somebody like Zion, who's already a superstar caliber type personality. You know, maybe not a superstar player yet, but you know he's a superstar nonetheless. That's when they start getting in their head that like you know I'm the team, me. Everything goes through me. Yeah. Um, we'll touch a couple of hockey topics real quick. Um, do you want to do whiskey first or no? Yeah, we'll do the whiskey first. All right. What do you got for us? So it's the Russell's Reserve Kentucky Straight 10-year-old. 45% ABV. What'd you get on the nose? None of you smelt it. Sweet. I smelled it. I smelled huh. it. Kendall's somebody's doing the exhale technique, I told him. Yes. I don't know what that smell is. It's a smell I recognize, though. <laughs> that smelly smell. That smell it's so smelly. smelly. Right? What do you guys got for taste? So, I, I kind of similar to the previous, I got like a slight sweetness, not as much. Um, that had more of a burn, though. And this one seemed to be a little harsh is the wrong word, but a little harsher than the previous. Um, it finished nice, though. 
The burn was up front, and then it kind of mellowed out at the end. I'm laughing at myself because you sound so stupid compared remember, to what Paul's going to say. Burn does not mean not smooth. Right, right. A it whiskey is- can burn a whole lot and still be very smooth. Yeah. Booker's. Yeah. 127 proof. Remember that? Oh, yeah. We drank that whole bottle. <laughs> that was rough. Yes. We all felt like shit the next yeah. time. <laughs> so, uh, so Russell Reserve, you should get, again, you're going to get most, uh, with the exception of two, you're going to pull a lot of oaky out. On this one, the vanilla is definitely dialed back. You don't get as much of that honey flavor. You pull out more of, like, that clove, cinnamon, mm. nutmeg, kind of like those kind of fall spices, those more robust Nutmeg is what flavors. I smell. You get those types of, sure it is. Um, I'm just kidding. Um, those types of spices, uh, like I said, those more folly, like more robust in your face types of flavors. You'll also, um, depending and kind of on like what your palate is like, like the sensitivity to certain things, you'll pull out um, orange and grapefruit hmm. as well. I'll always latch on because I love like the it's the wood that makes it good. So mm-hmm. I'll always uh, get like the if I if there's any like. Oak or like like a smokiness aspect to it, I'll always catch well, on. That's because that. you're a Scotch man. This is true. Um, real quick, we're gonna Go head ahead. to a break soonish, right? One, so yeah. mock, we're gonna hold off on mock till next hour to call, have him call, or yeah, I'm called. You don't even have to. Is he listening? I don't. He just said he was going to call. I said, "Well, hold on." You don't, yeah. even, you don't even have to bring him on. <laughs> nah, fuck him. <laughs> Screw him. Um. I say wait till next hour. Yeah, okay. We'll go through like two more things and then we'll go. That's what I told him. Um. Paul. Let's bring him in for hockey. Put him right on the spot. <laughs> hey, Mark, hockey. Yeah. Tukarask has opted out of the NHL's return to play. How bad does that hurt the Bruins? Um, not as bad as you think. They got good. They, they got. They have a good one-two punch at goalie. Um, they're always a team that strives on depth and adversity. Um, and then with that kind of like combination of Bergeron, um, Marshan, Pasternak. They're going to put up points, and I don't think it's going to hurt them as much as as much as you think. Um, when, where where it will hurt them is those games that are decided like two one one nothing. Those are the games where it will hurt them. The games where it's going to help them are the games where if their backup does have a kind of like a slumber, they're and they let in a lot of shit. They're a team that can strike fast and hard and can take advantage of both being a man up and a man down. Right. They can can put up a lot of shit in a lot of time, or in a very short amount of time. So I don't think it's going to hurt them as much. Um, Personally, there's still in my bracket to be in the Eastern Conference Finals. Okay. Um, One of the longer games you'll ever see, uh, Tampa Bay and Columbus Blue Jackets went to five overtime periods. First game, first playoff game. The season, they actually had to postpone the Bruins game to the next day. Oh, I saw it was. Po- I didn't realize it was the next day though. Yeah, it got po- and then that game went over. <laughs> and so very funny. Um, when that happened, um, Carolina, the Hurricanes were supposed to play the next game at eight o'clock. Yeah. They tweeted at the NHL and said, I saw "Hey, that. by the way, we're supposed to play at eight, and they yeah. won't get off the ice." <laughs> that was Hurricanes Bruins. Yeah, no, that was Hurricanes Blue Jackets. Oh no, Blue Jackets Lightning. I'm sorry. They were, the, they were the team that went to the four five overtimes. Yes. Hurricanes-Bruins was the game that was supposed to go on to eight. Yes. I'm yeah. sorry. So, because, uh, well, because the bubble, they're sharing a stadium. They right, only yeah, have yeah. one rink. And so, then... So they, what are you going to do? 
sitting there with their arms crossed. You that's know? when yeah. that's when I think that they should bring out the two teams playing two separate games. Yep. And then uh, the NHL tweeted back at them the next day and said, "Hey, not to tattle, but you and the island or the Islanders and the Caps are supposed to play at three, and you won't get off the ice now." <laughs> Which is just very funny. See, the NHL is awesome. Yeah. Um, toast of excellence. Uh, and this is not like derogatory. Or real, anything. real. Bum- mm, I don't like that word. I don't know where, I don't know where this I, is I going. I shouldn't say derogatory. This is not to, meant to be a knock at anybody's team. But oh, okay, that's a much better. Uh, yeah. offensive. Um, I guess. No, I don't even use that. Yeah. Um, um, no, but uh, I forget what his name is. The goalie for the Blue Jackets. Um, real fucking bummer though. Guy set an NHL record for most saves in a game and lost. Uh, like eighty four. Yeah. That's 84. a bummer. That's nuts. Yeah. Uh, Jonas. Valanciunas. Corpus Salo? Yeah. Hey, real quick. Look up jo- Jonas Valanciunas. He's on the Raptors. Um, Look him up and tell me how their Chiefs are paying Travis Kelsey this much money if he's still playing in the NBA. <laughs> <laughs> Looks just fucking like him. Yeah. It's like pretty crazy. Um. Let's see. Uh, so, toast of excellence to them. Uh, the Chicago Blackhawks have won a playoff game for the first time since 2016. So, thanks, bud. Cheers to them. <laughs> they won a playoff game. They're going to lose four to one, though, because <laughs> they were down three nothing. Um, what was it that I saw yesterday? To uh, I think it was the quickest. Hey man, this is what happened last time. Taze and Kane got a taste, and it was all great from after <laughs> that. So maybe all these young guys now are like, oh. This is what it's like. This tastes good. Uh, to answer your question, by the way, Paul, 74 saves. Oh, that was 84. Nope, 74. Still. still <laughs> yes, oh still though. Um, which you're absolutely right. It is just a shame. Um, one it's last like question. being a quarterback and having five picks and losing. Yeah. Um, one last question. Uh, a couple of years ago, a lot of people uh, threw up arms about uh, getting rid of Marc-Andre Fleury and keeping Tuka Rask. Uh, do you think that couple years down the line, hindsight being 2020, they made the wrong decision, the Bruins. Did I get that wrong? Yeah. Mm. Bruins never had Marc-Andre Fleury. Who did he come from? Penguins? Penguins? Mm. That's what I meant. They didn't have two Carras, though. No. They went, I... they went with... Uh... Oh, no. Mark Andrews? Uh, hold on. Mark Andrews doesn't sound right, but it also does. Yeah. <laughs> fuck's his name? Matt Murray. Matt Murray. Yep, I was totally off. Yep. Take a private stock for that. Uh, um, I'll take a private stock too because holy shit. Here's the deal. You can only, the expansion dress, we're going to see it again with Seattle. You uh, you can only protect so many players. So it's kind of like a pick and choose, you know. Um, like, what do you do? I mean, it, there's a, it's a combination of protecting your superstars. Versus protecting depth. Well, no, it's not depth as much as it is. Superstars versus talent, young talent, prospects. You know, I mean, you have, you know, like when the Knights were becoming an expansion team, like the Maple Leafs could have sacrificed Austin Matthews. Like, yeah. like I hadn't played the game yet, but like, mm-hmm, do we want to do that? <laughs> I don't think so. So, but my point being, Marc-Andre Fleury kind of fell into that category of, hey, we really like the guy we have behind him. He's younger, much cheaper. Fair enough. Yep. So, business. 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 Uh, last thing, and then we'll go to break. Uh, Buffalo Sabres came out with new uniforms. What do you think? Um, What's they, new about them? They look similar to the old ones. 
according to them, as it says at the top of that page, our new threads. Yeah, I mean, they kind of pulled a uh, NFL thing. I remember the NFL like this year, like everybody changed all their uniforms and they didn't look any different. I mean, they just, you know, a little bit more vibrancy, logos a little bigger. Yeah. It is what it is. All right. Uh, we'll head to break. We'll grab uh, Makshin Washable on the return. Nah. <laughs> we'll see if you wash. How great up. was that? Come on. That was pretty really good. good. That was pretty good. Um, yeah, so we'll see you guys on the other side of the break live on the PPRN Radio Network. See ya. And now, back to Getting Sports with Drunk on the PPRN Radio Network. Welcome back to Getting Sports with Drunk. I'm your host, Cupcake the Riddler. I'm joined by uh, people and a yeah. household appliance. Yep. Maybe. Nope. Not there. He's, he's calling now. Mm. Is it going to be a Skype call? I think so, but I think he's still driving. So oh, I get to be on the other end of hearing the music for once? That's awesome. Nice. Kendall never lets it play long enough. Kendall, you better let it fucking play. Well, listen, when I call, usually pick up really quick. When you call, I try to let it go. So we'll see. I don't know, is he dropping Kyle off? I, I, I that would be my guess. I mean, it's kind of late, though. I mean, their game was at 7. Yeah, but rain. Well, I don't know. well also, probably because that they knew they weren't going to be coming here. They probably stayed and drank. Yeah. Which, we don't blame them. No. It's good time. Slightest. So, all right. So, uh, what we did was we kind of decided for the three of us, since it was just going to be the three of us on this week. Do you want to do ris- whiskey review first? Yeah, we can do a whiskey review first. All right, gentlemen. I want noses first. Smell nose first. And, I, I, I nose. Very sweet. What are you picking up? But, okay, I don't want sweet. I want Citrusy? I want flavors. So I want scents, I mean. Citrusy? Kind of orangey? Okay. So I feel like I'm definitely getting the vanilla yeah. honey honey notes. Okay, okay, okay. Alright, go ahead and go into dive in. Hmm. Different than I expected. Yeah, certainly. What do you got? I really thought it was gonna be more like the first one, just kind of off of smell alone. It was a very mellow flavor. Yeah, it, it, it. There's nothing that jumps out at you. I, I feel like I'm getting le- less of like an, an an oakiness to it. Because I, I always, I'm always like reaching for it. Um, You'll get a little bit of oakiness in this, but it's not going to be the main profile. So this is a Kentucky straight rye whiskey, mm. blended with Canadian rye whiskey, finished. With rum, so that that's hmm. it. That's what you're tasting. The man. sugar cane, the sugar yeah. cane blending in with the harshness of the rye creates an absolute mellow, full-bodied, tongue-grasping flavor the whole way down. So you'll get that sugar cane. You could get a little citrus in there, although it's mixed with an aged rum versus a white rum, so not as much citrus. But you could pick up some hints of like coconut, tropical fruits, plantains, things like that. A little bit, yeah. Um, but you're also going to pull through a lot of that rye um, and not as much oak because all the different flavor profiles. But the Canadian also adds a sweetness factor to it. But again, not a sugary sweetness. So It's so weird. As soon as you said the rum, I'm like, that's yeah. what it is. I, I never would have made that, that no. guess. That was it, interesting. I like that. You tasted it and it kind of threw you. It was like, wait a minute. What is this? Machine washable should be calling as we speak. We'll start it up and we'll grab him as he comes in. Just want to make sure I don't have a it like turned off like the other week. <laughs> That's why you didn't answer me. 
Apparently, there's a Space Jam uh, 2 jersey sneak preak. Preak? Sneak preak. These look terrible. That's very loud. I'm sorry. Hold on. Hmm. Oh, that's a bummer. Look at how bad these look. Yeah, but it's today's world. <laughs> these are awful. I'm surprised they don't say, like, Oprah, Oprah Winfrey Network on them. <laughs> she runs the world, girls. <laughs> these tasting glasses we run this mother um space jam a new legacy gross this is from a new peanut butter whiskey that we just carried from jim beam called squirrel gross um so uh paul do you want to take us away on what the segment was i kind of cut you off last time uh yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, these are kind of heavier pours kind of won't mind <laughs> i won't mind these last couple have been pretty smooth no rush rita um so uh we decided as a, as a, as a trio as a uh, half a six-man tag team unit, um, we decided that what we were going to do was Kendall, back in the day, when we were doing the, uh, when I say back in the day, I mean this year, um, we were doing the segments, weekly segments. Everyone had a month. Yep. And Kendall had the, what was it, Kendall? 20 under 25. So we did uh, 30 under 30. That's what That's it was. That's what it was, 30 under 30. So it kind of sparked me. That combined with MLB put out a list of the uh, the 10 most exciting superstars under the age of 25. So combined the the uh, riddle-like sound of Kendall's with the MLBs, and we came up with 25 under 25. Perfect. So we're going to each of us. Let you guys enjoy this real quick. In machine. Can the listeners hear that? Hello. Yeah. Oh, that's hey. Awesome. Oh. Oh. Hold on. Hold oh, on. oh, boy. Jeez. No, we don't have to hold on. <laughs> you have to hold on. <laughs> <laughs> Can we make a sound bite out of that? When the, hell, when the hell did we get on the air with Eminem? <laughs> Shit, we're really blown up. Can you guys hear me? Yes. Yeah. Can you hear us? Yes. All right. Oh. I, got, I was trying to get you through the old Bluetooth. Ah, that's your first mistake. Yeah, no Speaker kidding. Speakerphone all the way. So uh, I sound like I'm in the bathtub. Mokshin sounds like he's in his attic. So, Bash, are you also Skyping in? I am not. Uh, he brought three fans. Oh man. <laughs> he brought three fans, and I brought a portable air conditioner, and it's about 60 degrees in this basement. It's right phenomenal. That's nice. <laughs> Did you guys win? Nice. Uh, we didn't. We lost by one. And uh, Angela uh, Kinsey's also here. Disappointing. I'm on my way. <laughs> hey, Demi, can you pass me that? <laughs> <laughs> so <Can> you pass <laughs> <laughs> cool. Uh, all right. It'd be so, hilarious, though, if, like, like, could you imagine? Oh, my God, it'd be so funny. If she, <laughs> if somebody just answered pretending to be her? No, like, if it was her. Like, oh, like, yeah. we, like Mark's like, no way. Just a fucking Snapchat. What up? There's a picture. <laughs> like you don't believe us there's a picture on the Instagram an hour after the show's over of the four of us oh that'd be instant we're not friends <laughs> uh, well we told you it's not your not our fault you didn't believe us we posted on Instagram can you believe Demi Lovato hooked us up with a, a, a luncheon with the cast of The Office and, the ga- and Game of Thrones weekend <laughs> a luncheon <laughs> we're all gonna split a six foot sub guys <laughs> Did you get any vegetarian? Nope. <laughs> so, uh, Mokshin, um, we're getting into a segment we did that we're doing uh, 25 under 25. 
You should know what that means just by us telling you, so we're not going to get too far into it. Okay. Do you know All what right. it means? I, I mean, I can figure it out as we go. Well, it's, it's the 25 slowest home run hitters. No, I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> no, it's the 25 most exciting, we said, right? Yep. Most exciting uh, players across all four sports under 25. Okay. So what we did was Kendall, uh, Mass, Mass, and I created our own list in no specific ranking order. Nope. Um, of who we believe to be the 25 most exciting. And then Mass is going to jot all of them down. We'll vote out. And then that'll probably take most of the hour. So if it does in the third hour, we'll come back and we'll rank them. And we'll make our GSWD okay. list. Perfect. All right. So uh, do you want to just go by sport? Yeah, I think yeah, so. Yeah, let's start with sports. All right. So did anybody do any honorable mentions? You know, I was going to, but I was like, nah. I figured that we were going to have some players that we weren't going to include, and that would be our honorable mention later. Yeah. All right. That's but, fair. That's fair. But if you have honorable mentions. No, I don't want to say my honorable mentions in case you guys put them in as yours. Okay, fair, fair. So, uh, Mark, pick a sport. Uh, NBA. Ooh, we didn't do NBA. (laughs) Yeah, this was strictly cricket, (laughs) rugby, racquetball, and palm ball. Ugh. Well, if you guys don't know Roger Frederico, the palm ball is Frederico. (laughs) Guy's a legend. Um, He's the only 25 under 25. (laughs) The rest of them are 50-year-old Indian men. (laughs) (laughs) So, uh, who wants to go first? I'll take it. All right, go ahead. Uh, how, many of, you, how many do you have? I had your... six. Okay. Did you also try to stick to, like, the six from each sport and yep. then just pick from... <laughs> That's what I did, yep. too. Yep. Did it's the only way to be else, fair. Did everybody else also spend their extra on NFL and MLB? Uh, yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> um, I did. <laughs> so, one of my... I picked 25 hockey guys. <laughs> one of my first one uh, is one of my favorite players to watch. I love watching John Morant play. Um, you know, just watching him on the Grizzlies, he's electric. He's so funny for the Timberwolves. I don't know why, but yeah. I was just hoping he was going to say it. You thought I was going to say the Tims? Just because it would have been wrong. Oh, well. Uh, no, he's just, he's so fun to watch. He has the energy. This kid is going to be something, he already is something special, but he's going to be a force in the NBA for years what, to are you come. working draft night or something? No. <laughs> 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 Okay. Who I, the hell is Mel Kuyper, anyways? I also have John Murray on my list. I did not. And I actually I, I excluded him uh, from my list. All right. Well, we'll get to that, you rat. Well. All right. Mass, take it away. So you got, who you got next? I have uh, a feeling ours are going to be the same, Mass. Uh, I have a pretty good feeling that that is the case as well. Hold on one second. I just uh, dragged a tab that wasn't supposed to be dragged yet. Oh, porn. <laughs> um, oh, no. What? <laughs> oh no, Kevin the Malone office videos. <laughs> well, my settings are all messed up. Donchick is also just yeah, a yeah. very phenomenal player just to watch go. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, I got, I got Donchick. Yeah, made my list as well. I mean, the guy is doing amazing things night in and night out. Yeah, I mean, and he's having so much fun. That's the best part. It's all smiles. Yeah. European bastard. <laughs> <laughs> um, I had Tatum up there. Yeah, I also put Tatum. Tatum for three. Tatum for three. Um, let's see. I I did a kind of stupid thing. Uh, I put Bam Adebayo up there. <laughs> Don't no <laughs> lists are not the same. <laughs> lists but, are taking a hard turn to no land. <laughs> but I only put Bam up there because I love watching him play. He's one of the Margera or Adebayo. Adebayo. Oh, <laughs> uh, 
God, I haven't fucking thought about Bam Margera in fucking years. Yeah, nobody, that's the problem. Nobody has. He was on Dr. Phil like not that long ago. Was he really? <laughs> yeah, I watched it. It was actually pretty cool. Uh, he pretty much took a real hard turn to Badland after Ryan Dunn died. Oh, yeah, no. A lot of drugs got really fat. Yeah. Um, you know... He's he's a really good player, one of the best big men, um, one of the best young big men in the league. Um, I think he could be uh, one of the top uh, candidates for most improved uh, for this year, uh, maybe even defensive player for the season. Um, but that's just me. I mean, he, he's definitely become exciting this year. Um, and he's Prior pl- to this, no, this was his breakout He's year. playing on a fun team, too, yeah. so... I mean, I don't fault you for putting him on there. I had him on, like, I made a, I took a whiteboard and I filled out, I put 20 names for each sport. Yeah. And he was on my list of 20. And he got dwindled down probably to the final 10. Yeah. So, who else you got? Uh, let's see. I had uh, Devin Booker. Yeah. Yep. Kill, did you have Bam out of bio? I did not. Did you put Tony Allen down? I did not. You didn't? Come on, I thought we were, I thought we were doing 50 over 50. Kendall <laughs> <laughs> uh, LeBron James twice. I believe that. It's his number's twenty three. What do you mean? And then I put K A T down. Why'd you say that? Take a shot. It's cat. Okay. Is it cat? Yeah. I feel like nobody I did... calls him K A T. I feel like I did this last time, and I asked. I also put down K A T. So I like how you just casually pass it over Devin Booker, like the guy didn't score seventy three points in the game. Like the guy didn't just go eight zero in the bubble. Well, I mean, I passed like over the guy's not one of like I the passed best over Doncic too because we all were just like, yeah. No, we talked about Doncic a little bit, a little bit. I, I have Devin Booker on there. Kendall, you want to go next? Yes. Uh, so uh, I also included uh, Donovan Mitchell, um, okay. a guy who I constantly confuse with Devin Booker. I don't know why. I just so often do that. Wow. Um, yeah. Uh, so do I. I do, do you really? I think they're the same guy. <laughs> so often. It, 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 I don't know why. I just. Hey, do you know what else I think is the same guy with them? Damian Lillard. <laughs> well, I don't do that. I don't do that. Hold on, Kendall. <laughs> so you don't mix up the two, like, similar skin-toned black men, but you mix up the, like, you basically, like, you guys are basically well, mixing up well, David Ortiz and Aaron Judge. Well, here's the point. I'm not saying they look alike. I'm saying that I confuse them. Well, it's you know it's the Devin and Donovan both being like just irregular enough of name, uh, but, but the Mitch- Mitchell and Booker don't separate. Well, it, it could be Devin yeah. Mitchell or Donovan, Donovan Booker, Mooker and, and Devin <laughs> Mitchell, uh, just the same. Um, and then I also included Trey Young. Um, I also put Trey Young because you know the Hawks are just a travesty, <laughs> and he is quite the bright spot. You know, I mean they're getting they're they're getting better. They're a young team, but Trey Young has been living up to the hype for sure. He's he's a scoring lunatic. Um, and, and we're, we're getting poised to see the, what, what we saw from, you know, we, we kind of missed it and it, it's kind of sad cause you know, we, we didn't really get to see the, the Jordan Kobe rollover, you know, cause it, it just didn't work out. We didn't get to see the Kobe LeBron thing didn't work out when LeBron was really good. The, the Lakers weren't, when the Lakers were really good, the, the Cavs weren't, you know, so we didn't get to see that matchup ever. But like, I, I, I think the Doncic Trey Young thing. It's going to be something, you know, they came out together, they were 1-2, it, it's a, it, it's going to be a bright future for those two, I think. Um, Trey Young is very exciting, um, ugly hair, um, <laughs> but I mean, the guy can pull up from anywhere. So uh, you guys covered all of mine except for one. I put Zion. So yes, I didn't sir. put, I didn't put Zion there because part of the thing that you said... 
part of the reason that you said was proven. I understand that John Morant isn't super proven yet, but he was leading for rookie of the year, so I thought that was at least something. Plus, he's one of my favorite players to watch. Yeah. Zion, Zion came out and scored like 20 points and like 20, 20, 20 uh, or more points in like 20 straight games. I know. Yeah. He's pretty exciting to but watch. He, but he was hurt for a good portion of the year, too. But he's also very exciting. And I'm pretty sure I put another thing exciting. I got to find the text. Where's the secret group chat that Mock wasn't part of? <laughs> yeah. We didn't want to bother you with show things, man. Souls is trying to call in. You guys had so much softball stuff. Souls is trying to call in? Ignore him. Hang up on him. He's got to go to bed. Which one do you think it is? Is it Cole Hamos thirty five or Kesos thirty four? Kesos thirty four. Is there one up there that is there one up there that says Lamar Jackson MVP? <laughs> you know, any of these <laughs> people Lamar could be Jackson, Kyle. Full life Joe Flacco. Also, real bummer that we didn't go to Taste of the Island. So, so we're gonna we're gonna do that next week. I was gonna bring it. Did I? Oh, there it is. So I'm pretty sure. So I put. I'm thinking we keep it to people who are proving or proved themselves already. No. So what I meant by that was like, and I put I put it in the next sentence. I didn't want you. I didn't want you to come up and like name like a, an MLB player that's like gonna be big. That's in the farm systems. Right. I didn't want you guys putting like uh, like the the cons- like uh, Trevor Lawrence. Right. You know, like the consensus first overall pick. So I, I should probably take him off my. No, I'm just kidding. That would have been very funny. <laughs> now there's like five Kyle Souls. They're multiplying. I got, I, got, I got to hop off. I'm getting out of the car. I'll call back in in a few minutes. All right. All right. <laughs> Making it really complicated for Kendall over there. Yep. I don't even know if this is the right Kyle Souls. Uh, Mock, before you go, pick a sport. Oh, well, no. Uh, no, don't, no, don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. You can pick it when you come back. He said hockey. No, hockey. No, because we're going to – I think that while, while the names are fresh, let's dwindle down to – the art selected well, do, names. Do you guys want to do? So we did twenty-five. Well, do, you, do you want to do six from each team we'll and one extra? Well, let's let's figure out where we get because we may have all six the same for NFL, for example. I know we're not going to, but we might. All right, all right, all right, all right. And so my because we have one, two, three, four, right, five, six, back. seven, all eight. Right. Right. We have eight for the NBA right now. All right. So let's do hockey. Hockey. All right. Kendall, why don't you take the rain? Uh, you shouldn't take the reins on this because you're doing some stuff over there. So uh, I had Nathan McKinnon as one. I'm going to leave the obvious one for number one. You had Nathan McKinnon for one. Not not as number one. Oh, just oh. for one of my selections. Oh, so you picked Nathan McKinnon. Yep. Yeah, that's a good pick. Um, I also had Nathan McKinnon. The guy's uh, absolutely electric. Um, he is an absolute purist when it comes to playing... Um, the, the, the middle third of the ice. He's also been the best defensive forward for the last four years, hasn't he? No. No? Not the best, but he's up there. He's, yeah. he's He will be that guy. He will be that guy. Okay. Patrice Bergeron is still that guy. Okay. Um, Kevin, um, did you also have Nathan McKinnon? I did. Nice. I had Austin Matthews from the Maple Leafs. Okay. I did not put Austin Matthews down, actually. Um, Kendall, did you? You know, it's weird. Originally, I did, but now I don't see him on my list. He's, he's very young. He's 22 years old. Um... He's second only to the obvious number one choice in this. For you? Yes. Um, Do you want to just say who you're saying? Yeah, Connor McDavid. Yeah, I have Connor McDavid. Yeah, me as well. Connor McDavid, I think, is the undisputed best. Connor McDavid is going to be the best NHL player since Wayne Gretzky. Yeah. When he's all done. Um, But Austin Matthews is the franchise player of the Maple Leafs. There is nobody on that team. 
that they would consider their franchise player, but Austin Matthews. No. They just gave him a five-year, $58 million deal. No, no, no. You're making a good point. You're making very good points. I just um, didn't pick him. And that's fair. Um, I also had um, <clears throat> Braden Point from the Lightning. I didn't pick him, but I give you a lot of hands on the back for picking Braden Point. Good Thank for you. you. Um. He was a restricted free agent. He was a big-time scorer last year. Uh, I think he hit 90 points, uh, if I remember my notes. No, I'm sorry. Uh, 41 goals. Um, he was tied with McDavid with that for sixth in the NHL. Um, and he was uh, his assists were second only to uh, Mitch Marner on the Maple Leafs throughout the season. Um, and then I had Barkov on the Panthers. Barkov on the Panthers. Yeah. Alexander okay. Barkov, yeah. Yes, included. Kendall, so who did White, you have? Real quick, just the White Sox, uh, Tim Anderson and Yeoman Kata hit back-to-back home runs tonight to lead off the, the game. It's the uh, first time in MLB history that a Major League Baseball team has put uh, back-to-back home runs to lead off a game uh, twice off the same pitcher in the same season. Wow. Wow. Oh. Uh, Kendall, who did you have that I didn't list? So I included Mitch Marner. Yeah, um, I you... am very happy right now that you guys are doing some homework <laughs> on hockey. <laughs> but I am surprised that I didn't. I I don't know why I didn't include uh, um, uh, uh, McKinnon, uh, Austin, um, Austin Matthews. Oh, Austin, Austin Matthews. Matthews. I, I, I had not that exciting. Yeah, I, but I did have him. I don't know what I. In my opinion, we'll get Maybe. to the we'll get to the yeah. passion. And also, I uh, though I am a uh, disliker of the Boston uh, sports Good. teams, I did include uh, David uh, Pasternak. Yeah, Pasternak. Pasternak, sorry. Yeah, that guy is fucking amazing. Um, and then, so I put the one guy that I have that you guys didn't put down was uh, uh, Leon Dreistel from the Oilers. Okay. Who is a legitimate front runner for MVP this year. He's really good. Spell Dreistel for me. D-R-A-I-S-A-I-T-L, I believe. Okay, I'm just going to butcher that and just call it a day. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Rebecca, pick a sport. Okay, also, Rebecca, whenever you get a chance, since you are the beverage bimbo of the night. Mm. <laughs> and I, actually, I'm not going to call you the bimbo. You're the beverage beambo. I don't know, that kind of turns me on, beverage bimbo. <laughs> <laughs> You're the beverage beambo, so you. you're like a loaf of bread that serves oh, I didn't even make that connection. That's horrible. <laughs> uh, All right, so baseball? All right, so... Uh, Paul, who'd you have? You want me to take the lead? Yeah. All right, number one, not like in order, but uh, Shane Beaver. One. Yes. Yep. Fucking amazing what he's yep. doing this year. And he had a great year last year, but I mean, we got like 54 strikeouts already? Something yeah, like that. Just, it's like, nuts. Totally, not, not out of the blue, but out of the blue, essentially. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, nobody would have predict- predicted him to be strikeout. Kyle, I would have. No, but you didn't. And he wouldn't. <laughs> but Shane, Fuck Be- you, Kyle. Shane Bieber is absolutely killing it. Yep. And he was killing it last year. He is an ex- and, and, and it's not often that you get a like an under 25-year-old pitcher that is this exciting. No. Usually it takes some lumps to get into that. Right, to get you know? to get you see used it with a it. lot of these top prospects. I mean, the ones that, you know, and Shane Bieber setting himself up to be that Clayton Kershaw, yep. Verlander because he's having that this success at a young age and he can just build on it. And he can keep building on it. So I got Shane Bieber. What uh, else you got? Uh Cody Bellinger. Yep. 
Kendall? Yeah. I have Cody Bellinger. Yeah, it's kind of hard to argue. Yeah. Yep. You know, though he's kind of having a slower he's, start this I mean, year. He's won an NL MVP, right? Yep. Yeah, yeah. At least, I mean, or did he win two of them or one of them? Uh, checking. Just he's one of the most one. prolific home run guys in the MLB. He, he's, he, he's not a bad third baseman at all. Um, and he's a game changer at the plate. I mean, it, it's, it's Cody Bellinger is a two-time All Star and one-time NL MVP. I mean, he, he's. He, I mean, just the uh, he did the commercial with uh, um, fuck, what's his name from the Brewers, the outfielder from the Brewers, uh, um, the home run guy, uh, Yelich. Yeah, yeah. yep. that commercial they did where they were playing horse with home runs. Yep, like that was an awesome commercial. Like that was something from like when we were kids. Yeah. That's a commercial you would see. Um, all right, uh. Fernando Tatis Jr. Yes, I included him. I did not. <laughs> well, shame on you, sir. Kendall, please explain to him who Fernando Tatis Jr. is. <laughs> have you heard of Fernando Tatis? It's I have his not. son. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, he's, he's exciting. F- Fernando Tatis was a good ball player, but more kind of like in the Padres, isn't he? Uh, well, Fernando, well, yeah, Tatis Jr. is a Padre. Yeah, regular I, mean, I, think, I think he's leading the NL in homers right now. I think so. He um, is murdering that ball. All right, uh, Juan Soto. Yep. I included Juan Soto. I mean, guy played great his rookie year, then brought a team with some serious at-bats to a World Series championship, missed the beginning of the season due to COVID, and came out and hit like two 450-foot home runs in back-to-back games. Yep. I mean, the guy is a fucking monster. Yep. He is so good. Um, and it, it's I feel I feel for Kyle and Kendall because it just constantly seems like every couple years – there's another young guy in their division yeah, that comes that I mean, says "fuck you." Well, I mean, like, I mean, even if you go back to like the Chipper Jones and stuff like that, but but then it's like like it, Stanton and then Freeman, yep. and now it's Soto, Rendon. I mean, <laughs> there's always they somebody. should just draft better. No, it's not about the, fuck drafting. <laughs> um, uh, I have uh, Ronald Acuna Jr. Yep, yep, I got him. Although he's having a little bit slower start, but last year was just incredible. Mm-hmm. Guy was just a monster. Hate him on both sides <laughs> of the ball. Yeah, and uh, and then Homer picks sure uh, Eloy Jimenez. Nope. And Luis Robert. I actually don't have either. Yeah, that's fine. But I do have uh, Mancata. Mancata's twenty five. Oh right, damn, damn. sucks. I had him on my list, and then I did fact checking. For yeah, me. I, didn't I made a list of just missed the cut. Mankata's on there. Well, yep. Giannis is on there. So I do have a, a backup. So I guess Mankata will be. Uh, Mankata's exempt. Yeah, you don't don't even write him down. He's twenty five. So, um, but I did include uh, Mr. Vlad Guerrero Jr. All right. Just you know, because it's sort of a hype factor. Um, no, I mean the name. The na- name. I mean, here's the thing. Heritage talks. Yep. Name, there's there's eyes on people for a thing. I mean, in college there were all eyes on Patrick Ewing's son, yeah. and then he just didn't amount to anything. But you know, it happens. Um, I had Jack Flaherty. Okay. Yep. And I had him as an honorable mention. It's a good pick. Uh, Torres. Oh, Glabar Torres. Yep. Boo. Yeah, I I, I probably would have picked um, Flaherty over over Torres. Just what? Mm, I don't think so. So, move on to football. What time have we got here? Uh, currently, yeah, 9.45. Yeah, so we got we to gotta get going. So we have about a half hour before we go to break, and we need to do one more sample, and we also need to round out and get to 25 before the next break, I think. Before, yep. Okay, so football, I think we're all going to be... Pretty close. Consensus on at least four, maybe five. Yeah, I would so say so. I'll take the lead. Patrick Mahomes. Yup. Yep. Okay. Kendall? 
Yep. Self-explanatory. Lamar Jackson. Yep. Yep. All right. Deshaun Watson. Yep. No? Yeah. Oh, okay. Christian McCaffrey. Yep. Yeah. Okay. Saquon Barkley. No. I did not include him. So I included Saquon Barkley. Uh, and then my two that I don't think you guys are going to have. Well, you might have this one. Jamal Adams. Nope. Okay. I excluded him. So I put Jamal Adams and I put Minka Fitzpatrick. I, left I him had off Minka. Too. I thought about Minka, but I left him off. Didn't want to go the homer route? Well, you know, I didn't pick Jamal Adams. I was like, you know what? I'm not going to even touch, you know, either or. Two safeties. What kind of world are we living in? So one of my other safeties that I put down was Derwin James. Okay. I did put Derwin James. Um, and then I put down Quentin Nelson. I put Quentin so Nelson. So I was well. thinking about putting Quentin Nelson, but like, I know it's not a very sexy excite- position. No, it's not about sexy. It's just we're talking about excitement. No, I know. And if we were talking Nelson- about, but if we were talking about best, the best twenty five under twenty five, Quentin Nelson. I would have put Quentin Nelson in here over Deshaun Watson, Minka Fitzpatrick, Jamal Adams, and maybe even Saquon. But we're talking about excitement. I mean. No, I you, don't know. There are some of his pancake blocks that are a lot of fun. Okay, but you're going to sit here and tell me that you get excited to watch an offensive lineman. No. You don't. You so, don't. I mean, so, so, all right. So, no, you named him. Put him down. It's fine. This Put him also, down. I can substitute him. Bosa. Nick Bosa. Okay. I, I had him as well. I put Nick Bosa as well. But the reason I did put Quentin Nelson, and you're right. No one's – they said it's, oh, what a sick pancake. It's never been said Well, so, so I saw his name when I was looking up names, and then I just remembered that Twitter video of him just screaming as he took down one of the guards on – I think it was on the Browns. Just watching him just scream as he ran towards right. this guy and drove well, him see, into the I, ground. I picked him because every, every couple years there's an offensive lineman that is kind of like, hey, this guy is kind of cool. And yeah. I'm glad Matthew said the, the looking things up thing. Did, did everybody else find the same amount of success if you, when you typed in, like, best young – like, I searched best young blah, blah, blah players. Like, yes. league players. And within the first three searches of everything, was best 25 under yeah, 25. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, this is perfect. <laughs> so one of – I didn't go with their lists in so order. I'm to, so I'm going to throw a couple honorable mentions just out for football because I was surprised that none of us took them. I, I have some as well. Uh, Nick Chubb. I put Nick Chubb. That was my other honorable mention. I had Nick Bosa and Derwin James. Was super surprised um, that nobody touched him. Um, I think Nick Chubb didn't get taken because the hype around Cleveland has been so high, and then the result was so disappointing that it's been taking away from the excitement yeah. little by little. Uh, Juju. Juju I had as an honorable mention as well. Yep. Um, the only, again, but last year, right. injuries and just a very porous offense in total. Miles yep. um, Garrett, but I think the – Browns or the Pittsburgh thing kind of no I don't think that takes anything away from me he's an exciting player but just not as exciting as some of the other guys I just I don't find as much excitement in watching him as I do the other guys no that and that's fair um but for me Miles Miles Garrett is a Miles Garrett is for me the same type of thing why I didn't pick Nick Bosa Nick Bosa Miles Garrett they are drive enders not game changers yeah you know what I'm saying you, 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 you know what I'm saying, though? What about Marshawn Lattimore? We left him off. He's 24. He's a Patriot. Marshawn Lattimore? I'm kidding. Okay. Um, I don't know. I... Kendall, do you do you also agree with the, the, the whole thing about, like, even even Cam... Is it Cameron Jordan? Cameron Jordan on the, on the Saints? Saints right? Yeah. It just, doesn't everybody, like, that plays defense on the Saints just feel like they're not as good as they are? Yeah. Yeah, like, I like, it like... just doesn't. It just always feels like their defense is, like... Somewhat underwhelming. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I think, like, there's so much hype for, you know, Cam Jordan, this guy's going to make a mess of this league. He's like, well, he's been kind of mild. You know, yeah. I mean, 
He's all right. He's a pretty yeah, good he's, pass he's, rusher, yeah, but, but he's not. But still, he's not a game changer. He's got a better mustache than. <laughs> <laughs> the, the way that Cameron Jordan, much like a lot of other players, the way that because he's not like he's a he's a he's a all star superstar pass rusher, but I wouldn't call him elite. And the reason, the way he changes the game is because while he might finish four or five straight games with no sacks. He's also consistently getting ninety five percent of the time double teamed. Which so is, is Aaron Donald, right? But I'm saying, but like, but Aaron Donald's elite, and Cameron Jordan's not. So I'm saying, Khalil Mack's elite. You know, Nick Bosa is is. I'm not gonna say he's elite yet, but he's trending. He, he's trending upwards. Joey Bosa is trending upwards. But like those types of guys that are elite, the double team doesn't matter. They have yeah. the ability to get through them, and even Cameron Jordan can have that. Can take that next step. Still, he's not too old to do that. Right. But when. Cam- the Saints have always kind of had. Oh, hey, it's Jesus Mock Christ. Mike Mox here. Wash your clothes. Sorry, viewers. Hey. Hello, fellas. Hello. Hey, are you friends with Kyle on Skype? Because <laughs> uh, I cannot find him. He sent me all this stuff. I cannot track him down. Is he on? No, I have two Kyle Souls on this call, though, but they're just kind of like his old names. Sounds like a real Kyle problem. Uh, if I start typing in Kyle, a uh, boner doctor comes up. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> well, can't uh, you just text Kyle and say, like, can't he see what his username is? Or can't he just add you and call you? I gave him the, the PP. So, Mark, it comes up as PPRN for you or Peter Pino? Peter Pino. Peter Pino. I gave him Peter Pino. He says he couldn't do it. So give him the actual thing, Peter Pino Radio, because that might be what he has to look it up under. He's probably already asleep. Uh, probably, um, but yeah. So, no, so I, anyway, deep into like a so, third Pornhub video. My thing with uh, not a sponsor. My thing with Cameron Jordan is just, if you watch your mouth. <laughs> they sure are a sponsor. Um, my thing with Cameron Jordan is just that uh, he he doesn't he, he changes the game, but not in a statistical way. Yes, he, I can this, see that. The Saints have kind of always been a pretty well-rounded team on both sides of the ball, and it's the same can be said for defense where. They, you know, Cameron Jordan is definitely the standout pass rusher, but because he's getting double teamed, everybody else has those one-off opportunities. Right. Davenport's That's why doing that Bears defense was so good the first year with Mac because Mac was getting doubled and he was still having success. But because he was getting doubled, Akeem Hicks, Leonard Floyd, Eddie Goldman, Roquan Smith, Danny Trevathan always all had one-on-ones, yep. and all those guys have the skill set to beat a one-on-one. Right. So, and traditionally, because and also traditionally, because traditionally your. <laughs> Traditionally, your your best um, offensive lineman. That is Kendall dialing on Skype. Traditionally, your best offensive linemen in the pass block tend to be more on the right side of the line. Yeah. So, your best premier edge rushers are usually coming from that side. Yeah. So they're warranting that double team. Yeah. Type of thing. So, like, maybe your nose tackle can't beat the one-on-one because if you have a good tackle-guard combo on the right side, the guard might swing out and get the nose tackle and the, the, the tackle will take his chances with Khalil Mack. Yeah. But then, but then that means that the center, the left and right, left and tackle and guard are left one-on-one with fucking, like, Eddie Goldman, Roquan Smith, and Leonard Floyd. And right. all those guys have the skill set to, to beat a one-on-one. Right. You know what I'm saying? So, like, that's, that's where Cameron Jordan, his success for the Saints comes in is not because... It's drawing the double teams. Right. It's not a statistical standout. But that's why I don't think he's considered... Like, that's why I don't put Nick Bosa as exciting. Because I think Nick Nick Bosa is going to be that guy. But I just think that Nick Bosa is a drive-ender, not a game-changer right now. 
he'll, he'll that's get, fair. He'll elevate there. That's fair. He'll elevate there for sure. He'll be one of the most favorite passers. So um, uh, we finished all four sports. Uh, yeah. Do you want to run through my honorable mentions? Oh yeah, go for it. Okay, so you guys nailed. You guys both picked uh, my hockey ones: Braden Point and Austin Matthews. We went through the NFL. Uh, for basketball, I had Donovan Mitchell, but I also put Brandon Ingram as an honorable mention. Okay, and Ben Simmons. So I had Simmons. I took him out because fuck Kyle. I, I actually I had this conversation with Kyle, and Kyle didn't dis- didn't really disagree with me. I don't think Ben Simmons is an amazing player, but he's not exciting to watch. No, by no means, because he's he, he it's, and it has nothing to do with his. It's not that he can't. It's not that he can't shoot threes. I don't sign up for that in the NBA. It's just that Ben Simmons is the triple double guy. Yeah, Ben Simmons is the you know the not so flashy assists. He gets rebounds, and but Ben Simmons isn't lighting up games consistently defensively. He plays good defense, but he's not lighting up with steals and blocks. He's not constantly you know he's not he's not dropping twenty five points a game every other night. He's just not as exciting as these other guys are. And the, my argument was Ben Simmons I had going up against Jason Tatum for the last spot. And the reason for that is I think Jason Tatum's kind of on that same playing field. But Jason Tatum, Ben Simmons is elevating to his ceiling faster, which isn't a negative thing. Um, it's, it can sound negative because it's like, oh, he's getting there too fast and he's going to cap out. That's not, he, he's, just, he, he's progressing his game fast. He, right. He's becoming more and more elite as, every day. But Jason Tatum is evolving into that superstar that owns the team. Yes. Jason Tatum is becoming the face of the franchise. As long as Joel Embiid is a sixer, Ben Simmons will not be the face of that franchise. No. That's for Dan And that is a big part of excitement. Yes. Um, And then for basketball, uh, you said Jack Jack Flaherty, right? And then I also put... For basketball? I meant for uh, baseball. baseball, I was about to say. And uh, uh, honorable mention, I put Boba Mostly based off, he's been killing it this year. I mean, he wasn't bad last year either. But he's very good defensively. What about Austin Meadows? Yeah. No? All right. He was my honorable mention. Tail end, so. tail end. All right, so how do you guys want to do this? Mass, what do we have as a number? Can you run through a number for each Yeah, sport? give me a second. Um, <clears throat> hey, Kyle, can you hear us? Yeah. Okay, so what's going to happen? Is. I think it's your call is going to get dropped. <laughs> but fuck you, Kyle. I just think because I, I, it said something weird about a timer. If that happens, you see the number that, that called you? Yeah. Just try if you get dropped. Just try using that on Skype to, to dial back. All right, so we have Kyle. Go to bed. We have eight NBA. We have eight NBA. We have eight NHL. We have ten MLB, and we have eight NFL. All right, so do you guys want to? Do you guys want to weigh in? We'll do a vote since there's five of us. We yeah. can't be a tie. You guys want to weigh in? Do you want to do whiskey to round it out first or no? Yeah, it's fine. We'll do our whiskey sample first. Okay. So we're, we're doing a whiskey sample it? here tonight. We figured since you guys weren't here, it was the best time to do it. Yeah. We're also doing a Demi Lovato, uh, like, belly, like, buffet. That's very sweet. Nice. I like that. She's got pepperoni sticks just all over her belly, and we're just eating. <laughs> She's in the cooler. Hmm. <laughs> You guys got to be more vocal than hmm. <laughs> so, uh, so I don't know if Kyle told you, Paul, but we purchased a new uh, ESPN sports game the other day. Yeah. For the original Xbox. Nice. And I'm firing it up right now, and I'm pretty bad at it. What is nice. it? Uh, ESPN Baseball. Gotcha. No, the class, the uh, classic. Hmm. My first it's, home run was an ESPN Baseball. Jermaine died. 
Kendall's first home run was also a gem right now. My palate's not very evolved, so. So what'd you guys get on the nose? Fruity. I thought it was fruity. That's not. I also kind of got like a, a, that the vanilla honey. I hate to keep using the same thing over and over, but um, so there's a little bit of vanilla, but you're gonna get on the nose on this one. You should get a little bit more of like peach, apricot, um, maybe some like deep hues of plum. I got more of a honeycomb type type thing. So can you hang up on Kyle? Like the okay. cereal? Yeah. And then what'd you get on the taste? Well. Twizzlers. Oh, <laughs> uh, cookie crisp. Yeah. Uh, Intense. Very, it's very smooth. Um, I, I'm still getting. Um, it's so funny watching Kettle try to find his words. Is I can. I'm not. I'm, I'm not articulate. Um, no, you're the, not smart. The word is <laughs> smart. <laughs> you guys are mean. Um, you also right. Yeah, you're right. Nah, uh, it's hey mock finger finger shake, ready go. Uh, he was too early. I saw it. Um, <laughs> it's got a sweetness to it. it, it, it yeah. I guess that's where that that I I didn't I couldn't smell the the, the plum or you know you know peach apricot. It's in there, but it's I guess it, it doesn't mean it doesn't mean you have to get. It. Everyone has different stuff. So on the, on, on the palate, you're gonna get oak, a little bit of vanilla, some mild. Um, like nectarine type fruit, peach, navel orange, things like that, blood orange, um, grapefruit. You'll pull out a little, you could pull out a little clove. Um, you're not going to get too much nutmeg or cinnamon in that one. Um, you can also pull out a little bit of ginger and Mm. when it'll finish off, it should finish off with a little bit of like a more floral, but like almost like a, like essence floral, like a lavender lilac-y kind of, this one was like very a real detergent. <laughs> yeah, this one was very rich. <laughs> hey, Kyle. Versus the others. Yeah. My toast to excellence. I just wanted you to know. I had two of them. One mid mid show because it happened mid show, but uh, it was one was the back to back to back to back home runs for the White Sox. The other one was the back to back home runs from the White Sox tonight. Mm-hmm. Because uh, tonight, Tim Anderson and Yon Mankata, uh hit home runs on. Uh, so basically, the White Sox went two for two on two pitches in the first inning with two solo shot home runs. And on August 12th, Tim Anderson and Eloy Jimenez both also hit consecutive pitch home runs. And it's the first time in MLB history that the same team has hit back-to-back home runs to open off a, open up a game against the same pitcher in the same season. That's cool. Yeah, it was... Uh, I don't seem too happy about that. Matthew Boyd from the Tigers. Ah, lefty. Yeah. Hey, I got to tell you, uh, quick update on our MLB uh, fantasy thing that we were doing. I was super bummed because I thought, because Rebecca closed in on me a little bit. We were playing last week. I know she didn't check it at all, but she closed in and, and like I was winning like 16 to 6 and then it ended up being 13 to 8. And I was like, oh man, Logan's got more wins than me because I know Logan's the only other person checking it. So, um... I was like, oh, man, he's got more wins than me. But I tur- it turned out that, like, Logan had, like, like I still have overall more losses. And it goes off losses, not wins. You're in first place, though. Yeah, that's, what I was, that's why I was happy today. Hmm. Yeah. I, I, threw, uh, I threw my tee box shot off 14, and then, was, and then I got the notification about the White Sox starting lineup. And I was like, oh, I shook my fantasy score. <laughs> Set mine today. All right, so you hey guys. guys uh, Mike Messina just gave up a home run. Nice. <laughs> 
right. Oh, by the way, so that um, that was I, I, the first one, the rum one. I didn't actually say the name. It's Basil Hayden's Caribbean Reserve Rye. That's pretty um, good. So if you're familiar with Basil Hayden's, it's got kind of like that uh, poncho type of label on it with the, the strap around it mm-hmm. of the piece of barrel. Um, very popular. If you can find the Caribbean Reserve Rye, definitely worth a buy nationwide type of thing. Um, it was a limited release, so it's going to be very hard to find these days. But if you can find it, it's definitely worth getting, even as a gift for a bourbon lover. And then the one that you guys just tasted was the I.W. Harper 15-year-old. Kendall, why does I.W. Harper mean something to me? Uh, well, I believe it has Chicago origin. Nope. All right. That's all it's I got. It's a bourbon. <laughs> do you remember when I had the dry sink set up at Maple? I do. Do you remember the um, ellipsy-shaped decanter that I had? Yes. That was an I.W. Harper decanter that my grandfather got from one of his uh, fellow soldiers in the Vietnam War. Oh. Hmm. Cool. All right, so you guys are going to help us vote. So, uh, so, um, so, Mass, why don't you, let's start with football. All right. We'll rattle off. So you guys said we had eight names? We got eight names for, N- or for the NFL. All right, so rattle off the eight names so that they can hear them, Matt, uh, Mark and, and Kyle. And then what we'll do is is we'll vote. We'll go one by one and we'll vote yes or no. Majority gets them, gets them in. And we stop at six. All right, we got. Uh, so you want me to stop after I read a name? No, no, no. Read okay. the whole list so they can hear the list. That way they can choose. Like, so, like, let's just say, so, like, Patrick Mahomes, right? Like, let's just say, like, everyone's going to vote yes for Patrick Mahomes. But like, let's just say, like, let's just say, like, Kyle was on the fence about Patrick Mahomes. But the eighth name you read, Kyle's like, I'm definitely in on him. He might vote no to try to get. You know what I'm saying? Because they're going gotcha. to want the six guys that they want. Everyone so wants to see their six guys: Patrick then, Mahomes, Lamar Jackson. Deshaun Watson, Christian McCaffrey, Minka Fitzpatrick, Derwin James, Quinton Nelson, and Nick Bosa. And Saquon Barkley. And Saquon Barkley. Sorry. Nine names. So, guys, just so, for your voting preferences. So, we did most exciting tw- uh, 25 people under 25. So, it's not about, like, talent. It You know, we left out prospects. That aren't really like up in yet. It's it's guys that are proving slash prove themselves because depending on this world, like if, if you're twenty, you know, for the most part, with the exception on this list of like really like Patrick Mahomes, nobody else is nobody else is like fully proved themselves like as a guaranteed guy for the future. Whereas like in basketball, by twenty five, you're pretty much proved, right, Kyle? Correct. So, um, so we're doing it off strictly off of like excitement to watch. Okay. All right, so Mahomes. Yes. Yes. Just for yes. just for quickness sake, I'm going to ask anybody who doesn't want to say no. I'm going to assume everybody else is saying yes. So if you don't want no. them, just say no. Kyle, did you say no? I do. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. All right, so Patrick Mahomes is a, is a green yep. light. Lamar Jackson. Yes. Yes. Bitches, I just said say no. Don't say yes. Oh. I'm saying yes. Kyle? Sure. All right. <laughs> Deshaun Watson. No. Okay, why, Kyle? I don't find him that exciting. Like, he's like, there'll be a game for he, his team only scores six points, and they should, I don't know. 
they're just not as good as they should be. They don't. They're not flashy. They kind of just win the games ugly, in my opinion. So I made my list and included them in it, but I'm also going to audible and say no. Okay. Because it's very similar reasons to Kyle. Okay. I was just asking for Kyle because they weren't here to contribute to the... Here's the thing. Does anybody else say no? I do not. Kendall? I do not. All right, so he gets a green light. We're going to read all the names and then we'll find out it from there. I'm keeping track of those. Um, McCaffrey. It'll be the most score type of thing. Highest score if we have more. McCaffrey. Oh, yeah. No, it's no's only, Kyle. (laughs) Oh. Oh. All right, so he gets five out of five. Fitzpatrick. Minka Fitzpatrick. Anybody? Ryan Fitzpatrick. <laughs> Either way, it's five yeses. <laughs> Anybody saying no to Minka? Derwin Kendall James. wants to say no. Are no, you, are, we already I'm, skipped him. I'm going, I'm going, not saying anything. So you're not going to say no? I'm not going to say no. Okay, so it's, a five, it's, it's five across the board for Fitzpatrick. Derwin James. No. No. Derwin James had a very exciting rookie year, mm-hmm. then got hurt. And and missed the whole season. I mean, I, I he he hasn't brought the same level of excitement at that safety position that the other guys that we've mentioned at the safety position have brought up. So I'm saying no. Kyle says no. Massey, no. I'm also saying no. Kendall saying no. Mock, no. Oh man, an offer, an offer. Fuck you, Derwin James. Man, that guy is picking off the Steelers so much next year. <laughs> Jamal Adams. No. Okay. Do you have reasons? I do. Um, just because uh, the way... Are they good reasons? <laughs> well, yeah, I think I don't so. like his throwback jerseys. <laughs> the way it kind of fell where we ended up having like three safeties on this list, I think only kind of one warranted itself. And I think at this stage in the game, you know, Minka Fitzpatrick is kind of, you know, he's coming off his, his best season and kind of like now he's in... He, he had a spotlight, but now it's like, hey, listen, this is the t- chance for him to really like, take over this position, if you will. So this is his opportunity to run with it, as they say. So if no, no, no Derwin, no Jamal Adams. Okay. Anybody else saying no to Jamal Adams? One no to Jamal Adams. Quentin Nelson. No. No. You guys are really sticking with yes, huh? I think Quentin Nelson's on pace to be like the best lineman. In the it's league. not about best though. Is he exciting to watch? I still as, think as so. An offensive lineman, yeah. Well, right. so here's the deal. I, I real, real quick. So I included him on my list originally, and then I thought about it after we were talking about it. So when you're Kendall, watching, you're a rat. We get it. No, no. But listen, when you're watching the game, like are your eyes locked on Quentin, Quentin Nelson, Nelson when the play is unfolding? Of course Depending not. on who's on the field, I don't know if I'm necessarily entertained by Jacoby Brissett. <laughs> T.Y. Hilton. Be that as it may, I just I don't think like when they snap the ball, you're like, oh wait, there's Quentin. There's Quentin. You see, he's doing his thing. No, but usually you hear him screaming. Ah! Sorry, that's going to be a soundbite. Um, Nick Bosa. No. No. Two? Anybody else? All right. Kyle, you want to give any reasonings? Just to have for talking sake? I don't know. I, I just – he's a very good player, but, like, exciting level, I don't think he's there yet. So I stick with what I said earlier when we were com- I compared him to, to Cameron Jordan and, like, other he, – he's not elite yet. He's at that superstar level where he's – right now he is a drive stopper. But he's not a game changer yet. 
he, he's not going to completely change the outcome of a game yet, like you would see from a Khalil Mack and Aaron Donald, those types of guys. He's not there yet. He, he, he's fun to watch. He is exciting to watch. But I don't think that he has the same – he doesn't bring out the same excitement in me as I see from other defensive players and other, other just players in the field, even when he's on the field. Fair. Um, I think once he gets into that ability where he – and it's not about him racking up four sacks in a game, but, like, when he gets a little bit more consistency at, like, forcing fumbles or, like, those third-down run stops, like, those types of things, like, those create that, – like, that's where the excitement comes from. Like, we know Khalil Mack is going to sack the quarterback. That's not what gets us excited. Or Aaron Donald. What gets us excited is when Khalil Mack – Swim moves under one defensive lineman or offensive lineman, throws a running back, and then pulls the ball out of the, the quarterback's hand. Yes. That's exciting. Yes. Aaron Donald bench pressing two 350-pound offensive linemen off of him and still tackling the running back before he gets back to the line of scrimmage. Aaron Donald That's exciting. almost taking the handoff from a running Nick back. Nick Bosa right now is just somebody who sacks the quarterback, which is exciting, but – not as exciting as these other guys, in my opinion. So we got two no's for Nick Bosa. Uh, Saquon Barkley. Yes. Well, sorry. Only no's. My bad. No. Why? So it goes to what you're saying. There are one or two very big plays he'll throw off that you'll go, oh, wow. The rest of it, he's running up the middle for two-yard gains. Yeah, but That's not exciting. Those three-yard runs... He has to do a whole lot. But it's not exciting, run. Kyle. That's what I we're going for. He's making like four so people miss just to get up The there. reason I say yes is because he what he creates an excitement in both his block, his uh, tackle shedding abilities and his pass catching abilities. And, and, I, and I respect that. But again, a lot of his stuff is boom or bust. He'll hit that 60-yarder, no. but the rest will be nothing. Yeah. I mean, in my opinion, I think that Saquon Barkley, and this is my opinion, I, you know, I cannot wait. I will not say this with Chris Jankowski with an earshot. But <laughs> in my opinion, Saquon Barkley is the third best running back. And that's not a bad thing to say. But I think he's the third best running back in the NFL. Behind McCaffrey and? Elliott. Okay. I do think Elliott's better. And the only reason I say that is because Elliott doesn't need to be a pass-catching back to be a top-five running back. No. He's a top-five running back just on his ability to run the football. Yeah. And... But he's proven, especially last year, that he has that pass-catching ability. Not as elite as Saquon or McCaffrey, but still very dynamic. All right, so rounding out NFL, uh, Deshaun Watson had two no's. Jamal Adams had one no. Quentin Nelson had two. Nick Bosa had two. And Saquon had one. So we're going to get rid of all the twos. Mm-hmm. And that leaves us with... Six NFL players. That's what we need, right? Which are Mahomes, Jackson, McCaffrey, Minka, Jamal Adams, and Saquon. Yeah, we'll we'll round out. Let's get to. S- yeah, we'll just round it out. Yeah. All right. What sport do we want to go with next? Let's just go straight to baseball. Baseball. All right. We have Bieber. We have Bellinger. We have Tatis Jr. We have Juan Soto. We have Acuna Jr. We have Jimenez. We have Luis Robert. We have Guerrero Jr., we have Flaherty, and we have Torres. They were Torres. I like how you didn't say Eloy Jimenez because you didn't know if it was Eloy, Eloy, or Eloy, or 
a lawyer. Yeah. You just had no idea what to say. Nope. Just skipped it. All right, so say the first one. Bieber. Any nose. Okay. Yeah. Smart people. Damn Bellinger. Right. Any nose. Also very smart. Tatis Jr. Okay. Juan Soto. Kyle. This is uh, pretty easy so far. Yeah. <laughs> Acuna, yeah. Ju- Acuna Jr.? No. Okay. All right. Tell Rebecca to stop that. <laughs> uh, how do you say his name? Eloy Jimenez. Eloy Jimenez. Hmm. See, we, we've kind of dug ourselves into a hole right off the bat. No, we're <laughs> fine. But it doesn't matter. We can, we, we, if, we get a, if we get seven unanimous votes, we keep it, and then when we'll go to break, and when we come back, we're going to round it to 25 and rank it. It doesn't matter. I'm keeping track of the no's. If we have... If everybody that gets a one, if we need to round down, people with ones are being taken off first, and we'll go through that list. Um, so are we... No one saying no to Eloy? Okay. Luis Robert. I don't know who that is. That's the young guy that just came up for the White Sox this year and has been... Um, Sensational. ...batting leadoff. For them, he's got like so far this year. He's got like two home runs. He's leading the AL in stolen bases. He's like the fastest guy on the field. Um, he's batting like like two ninety six. He's got like like twelve RBIs. So Mock says no. Got it. Guerrero, Wait, hold on, Mock. Did you say no? Do you want me to read you a stat line, Mock, and you can determine from there? No, no, no. That's fine. Kyle, would you say no? I didn't say no. That's all that matters. Okay. Uh, Guerrero Jr. No. Not yet. That's two. He's writing his namesake. I'm going to say no. That's three. He's not even, nope. the, mo- he's not even the most talented under 25-year-old on his team, Boba Shett is. Right now. I have three. Do I hear four? Mock? Say it, Mock. I, I don't say no because, I mean, we're talking about guys exciting to watch. I mean... If he's the best on his team, it doesn't matter. But, I mean, this is a guy that every time he steps in now, the here's league, the guy excited that... to watch him play. So, got three. All right. Um, got Flaherty. Don't hear any no's, so I'm going to go ahead and move on. Uh, Glaber Torres? No. Okay, that's one. All right, I'm going to say no to. That's I, I kept him off my original list. I'm going to. The only reason I'm saying no. Hold on real quick. Okay. Mock or Kyle? Any no's? All right, Paul, go ahead. Here's the deal. Glaber Torres is very good, and I think that he's one of those futures of the faces of the franchise kind of thing. I mean, there's a lot of those for the Yankees right now because they, they're, I think they're relatively pretty young. Um, but, and, and I mean, every, every time. Stanton gets hurt. It's just another reason to love Clint Frazier. Um, <laughs> but I, I don't know. I personally like, like Glaber Torres is probably like the, for me, like the least exciting part of the lineup. All right. So like, I'm definitely more excited to watch what judge what um, like, Oh, hold on. Hicks is the least in, exciting part <laughs> of the lineup. Um, yeah. But, like, I'm more excited to see what Sanchez is going to do. I'm more excited to see what Judge is going to do. I'm more excited to see what the pitching rotation is going to do. I'm more excited to see Judge's defensive plays. I'm more excited to see what Stanton's going to do when he's healthy. Clint Frazier when he's not. Um, it just doesn't rattle my level of excitement. Fair enough. We are at 14 out of our 25, so we need to get... No, we're just going to keep saying yeses and then we'll rattle them off. 
we'll, we'll round it out after the, the break. So let's get through the last Well, we two have sports. 14 okayed through yeah, yeah. MLB. All right, so let's go um, to uh, basketball. Basketball. John Morant. No, you're going to read all of them real quick. Zion. Luca. Booker. Cat. Tatum. Mitchell. And Young. Dude, everyone calls him K-A-T. Dude, that was so funny. Kyle, you weren't on the... He goes, oh, also... Massey goes, and K-A-T. I'm like, what? <laughs> I was like, oh, yeah, he, you don't, you never knew that? He referred to himself as K-A-T? Meow! <laughs> <laughs> He's just out there scratching hoes. <laughs> scratching hoes. All right, wow. All right, wow. Go ahead. Rattle him off. Uh, ja. <laughs> no. Why? Uh, he wasn't on my list originally. I think the uh, players that were mentioned, aforementioned, uh, are more exciting, and we'll get into that as you say more. Kind of want to throw something at you. Uh, Zion. No. No. I knew Kyle was going to say no. Because Kyle's a hater. <laughs> no. I need more of them to fucking be excited for him. What? I got to see more of them to be excited for him. I mean, but you want to see him, don't you? But I mean, but but Kyle, I mean, like you were you were excited just to see his first game when he didn't do anything yet. Yeah, and I was excited <sighs> to see if he was going to help the bubble, and he didn't play. But n- nobody on that That's team. It's not played. his fault. Nobody on that team played. That team didn't it, show up at all. That nobody in that team was hearts were in it. But it's your it's your right to say no. I'm just saying, like. You're just saying, fuck you, Kyle, even though I agree with you. You're saying no, no as well? Yeah. Oh, wow. Nice. So Zion's going to be out of it. Uh, Luca. Kendall, would you like to say no to that, too? Why would, why would I say no? There's, there's I'd not go a, over there and punch him right There's in the not front. a comparison between wow. Morant and him. Except that they're under 25. Devin Booker. Hey, Kyle, did you know that Kendall and Mock both regularly mix up Devin Booker and Donovan Mitchell? And wow. Damian Lillard. <laughs> I don't. I'm not da- Lillard, no. Not, that's such a mock. No, Kendall said isn't it. Mixing, that's not isn't, true. Isn't mixing up Devin Booker and Donovan Mitchell like kind of mixing up Judge and like Ortiz? <laughs> kind of. <laughs> I can't explain it. It just happens. <clears throat> Cat. No. Yeah, no. I'm true. not excited anymore. I was excited. I was always excited to see Cat play. And he, ever since that Timberwolves, like, kind of duo, Levine and Cat, ever since they kind of plugged Wiggins into it, it never worked. And, like, Cat has just kind of flatlined. He still puts up good numbers, don't get me wrong. But I'm just not excited to see it. It's it's like, yeah, like, oh, like, someone could... Cat put up 25 and, and 19 rebounds. I'm like, nah, nah, okay. Well, <laughs> that's what he does. Like, mm, you know. That's Cat. It's like if someone comes to him and be like, oh, Andre Drummond grabbed 30 rebounds last night. Cool. That's Cat for you. Yeah, but it's not exciting to see anymore because there's, there, there's no winning anymore. Like, they, they don't win. They don't, make, they don't even sniff the playoffs. There, there's just, I, I mean. I agree. The excitement started to die. It rose back up when they got Butler. And then 20 games into that season was like, yeah, I'm not excited anymore. <laughs> so I'm going to hard no for me. That's two. Anybody else? No, for all the things Paul said. Three. Dude, Maga's real smart at NBA. <laughs> Tatum. Donovan Mitchell. 
No. That's one. Are we are we talking Damian Lillard? <laughs> <laughs> yes. I say no because Donovan Mitchell was like playing. Donovan Mitchell kind of did his first year what John Morant is doing this year. He played out of his fucking mind, and you know he's posterizing guys as his undersized guard and all this stuff. And then like after that, like you just didn't hear anything anymore about him. Like, like it wasn't like the like the, the, the I mean between the end of his rookie year and now. The most Donovan Mitchell news press I've heard was him getting COVID from Rudy Gobert. <laughs> I mean, it's just like, I, I don't know if it's just that, like, and they're playing well as a cohesive unit, the Jazz. Like, they, they were. They were, I mean, they, they were playing well as a cohesive unit. And, and they made the playoffs. And, but, I don't know. Like, it, it was really exciting to watch him as rookie year. And then I was just kind of like, meh. I don't know. It's, it's almost like he pulled out all the stops his rookie year, and and he's he's not he's a bad player. That's like again, that's where we're going off excitement, not bad, not good, not just excitement only. I, I don't I don't know. I'm like I'm not going to tune into a Jazz game because I need to see Donovan Mitchell. I'm going to tune into a Jazz game because I'm hoping Gordon Hayward's on the court. <laughs> uh, I'm also going to say no, right, Kyle? Yeah, he had a good game today, though. Mm. I'm also going to say so, no. He put up 57. So goals. three no's. That was only two. You and me. Oh, I thought Kyle said no. Kyle, are you saying no? I love watching Donovan Mitchell. You love watching him? Yeah. That's okay. hilarious because his rookie year, you thought he was not that good. Yeah. yeah. Um, uh, last but not least, Trey Young. No. One. Paul's face like right now. What? Paul's, Paul's face right You're now. You're going to tell me just... Donovan Mitchell's more exciting to watch than Trey Young? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so that's one. Anybody else? Why, Kyle? Why? Yeah, we're Did saying why. I'm not. Sh- I'm not taking a shit on your face. I'm asking why. Everybody's giving an explanation as to why they said no. And then taking a shit on your face. No, yeah, he when does he, what when everybody he else does. He shoots threes. That's it. Can't do much of anything else. That's not true, Kyle. And you know that's not true. He doesn't just shoot threes, Kyle. Okay, he passes the ball a little bit too. Yeah, that's it. Yep. Cannot do anything on the defensive side of the ball. But so, but that doesn't so so because it he doesn't do anything. Exciting. So because it, but because it doesn't do anything defensive, that means all he can do is shoot threes. Also, is Harden exciting? Hard, hard. Not, not in my eyes. I don't like watching Rocket games. They're boring as fuck. You know, Melvin sounds really big right there. Yeah. But Anybody else say no to Trey Young? Is that Henry barking, Kyle? There's no dogs in here. That's my dog. I know. I was joking. Uh, all right. We're going to move on to the NHL. Yeah, this should be pretty quick. Yep. <laughs> Connor McDavid. Yes, yes, yes. Unanimous yes. Okay. McKinnon. Unanimous yes. <laughs> Barkov. Okay. Marner. Mark's not going to say a single thing. This yeah, I know he's not. Marner. I'm all in. No. Yes is all around. One. Anybody else? Just... No. Kendall, sit over there and shut the hell up. No, I want to hear Kendall's explanation. Yep, me too. <clears throat> My explanation... <laughs> Kendall, what team does he play for again? He plays for the Maple Leafs. And with that being said... Kendall, didn't you recommend him for this list? I did. And you know what? I'm allowed to turn back on my decision. Um, <laughs> you rat. I, listen, I also had Quentin Nelson, but after we talked about it, it didn't make any sense to have him on. All right, so Kendall, let's hear why not. Um, well, listen, the alliteration MM in any scenario... <laughs> hey! <laughs> yes! 
no, I don't know. Uh, you know, which I did. I think I did intend initially to have uh, what's his name, Austin Goldfeathers, um, Austin Matthews. <laughs> yes, um, to be on, and I, I think Paul, I, you I, said I, no to this too. Yeah, I think I changed at the last second. I don't know why, but um, so yeah. Paul, why are you saying no? All the reasons Kendall said. Okay, right. perfect. No, <laughs> he was very. <laughs> Blinking really hard on the name for reasons I don't understand. Uh, Austin Goldfeathers? <laughs> no. The fuck is his name? Did we say him? No, no. He's, he's older. Um, oh. So, for me, Mitch Marner is... Mitch Marner is kind of like the reason. So, like, like even though this would it would have been a homer pick to do it, but, like, I didn't pick Alex DeBrinkett or Kuglia or Kubalak from the Blackhawks. Who all have those you know, are some fucking names. Who have yeah. some like serious goal scoring numbers under their belt over the past two three years? I mean, Kubliak just this year because he's a rookie. Cogley over two years, and then Debrinket over three. But Debrinket's also playing on the same line as Patrick fucking Kane. Like it's it takes a big deal of it. Fucking Mitch, is his middle name. But I'm saying, but like Mitch Marner's playing with John Tavares and Austin Matthews. I'm not saying that he's not talented and that he's not really really good, but. Playing with those two is the difference between 93 points and 63 points. Yeah. I mean, you literally think about it. If you have offensive possession for 30 seconds in the fucking third, in the third half of the ice, there's a nine, there's a 66% chance you're getting an assist on yeah. one of their goals. Yeah. So, like, I don't know. Okay. It's, That's fair enough. I can respect that. The secondary assists to primary assists are not where I would want them to be to be that exciting. Gotcha. All right, Austin Goldfeathers. I also say no. Nee Matthews. Austin Matthews, I also say no. Okay, that's one. Uh, Kendall? Hey, okay. All right, Paul, lead us through it. I say no for the same reason that Kyles would say no to anybody on the Rockets. I don't get excited to watch Maple Leafs games. The Maple Leafs, they, they, put, up, they put up a lot of goals, but they give up a lot of goals. It, it, it's very up and down. It, it's... It, it's it, it, it's a headache to watch the games. It's not exciting. Okay. I, I'm, I've always been a pl- I mean, maybe it's because I grew up a Bulls fan and a Bears fan and, you know, and even a White Sox fan, like in the 05 with that pitching rotation and the players. And the other. Defense has always been, my, and it's like putting up seven goals a game, like, cool, but it's not worth it if you're giving up six. Like, yeah, you got the win, but, like, that's going to bite you in the ass. Ask the Islanders. Like, what was it, two years ago? The Can I- I call them? Yeah, call them. I have them on speed dial, number seven. Um, the Islanders, like, they're a team that's, like, two years was it two years ago, they were scoring 3.8 goals a game, leading the league. They were also giving up 4.2. <laughs> like, fuck. Like, <laughs> imagine, imagine, imagine in the NFL... Going look, 40, no, having like 46 a, points. You look at a team like, we're averaging 46 points a game. We're giving oh up 56. Bingo. Like. So the Rams? <laughs> huh? Yes. Like, wait, what? Uh, that was the Tampa Bay score. That doesn't make sense. How's that happening? Yeah. It's a real bummer. Or the Chiefs in four years? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Somehow they just keep signing people. Well, it's all going to bite them in two years. Kelsey's contract is up at the end. or Kelsey and Mahomes' contracts. 
trigger start, next we year. We started in the first hour. They start in the 2021 season. Yep. Uh, Braden Point. You know, I didn't put him on my list, but I'm not going to say no. I think he's more exciting to watch than Steven Stamkos. I think he's the most exciting guy to watch on the team. All right. Here's the fun one. Pasternak. He's a Bruin, right? Yeah. No. <laughs> Dude, that was coming. Kyle, why? He's a Bruin. All right, so we're going to go ahead and disregard Kyle's comment. <laughs> Usually, Kyle, I would make that same argument, but I had him on my list. You know why? Because the Bruins are the Patriots of the NHL. That's yep. right. He's right, you know. I'm going to butcher this name. Dratisdahl? Hmm? Dratisdahl? Something like that? Oh, Leon Dreisdahl? Dreisdahl. That's the guy from the Islanders, right? No, Oilers, Kyle. God damn it. I know, same color scheme, but one's, like, way better than the other. <laughs> oh. one, one has Connor McDavid. And the other one, one doesn't. One gives up four goals a game. <laughs> <laughs> he's pretty good. Yeah, he's like the front. He, he, should, he should be the front runner for the MVP this year. All right, so I'm going to go ahead and take out the twos right now. Well, you can do that. We're going to go to break. Um, when we come back, we'll round out the 25, and then um, I, I don't know how the fuck we're going to rank them. We'll figure it out. We'll figure it out somehow. We'll go break. We'll do a quick five-minute break, and then we'll come back. We'll do two more whiskey reviews in the third hour and do our rankings and any closing garbage. So, uh, yeah, we'll see you guys on the other side, live on the PPRN Radio Network. And now, back to Getting Sports with Drunk on the PPRN Radio Network. Welcome back to PPRN Radio. I am your host, the Mask Chris Massey, and I'm joined by... Boo! Yeah, I know. It's PPRN Radio Network. Eh, close enough. PPRN. No, it's not close enough. Welcome to the National Football. Perfect. <laughs> Boo hiss. All right, we're going to go back to break. We'll be right back. Yeah. <laughs> that was terrible. Welcome back to Getting Sports with Drunk. Live on the PPRN Radio Network. Yep. All right, so in the break, we texted out... Uh, Names to be eliminated. We have 27 names left on our list. We need to get down to 25. Those names were John ja Morant, Trey Young, Austin Matthews, Jamal Adams, and Saquon Barkley. So everybody was asked to eliminate two. Eliminate two. So, uh, so I'm going to go ahead and keep track. You'll keep track of it. And then yep. anybody who's got multiple votes is obviously gone. Gone. And then. Yep. If we get into a spot where like four are eliminated, we'll we'll reevaluate. We'll reevaluate. <laughs> All right. So, uh, Kyle, who are the two that you chose to eliminate? Hey, Kyle, can you unmute yourself? I can't unmute you. I muted you, and now it won't let me. So, try <laughs> go to your name and try to unmute it. If you can hear me, Mark, you're still there. No, it's right? better this way. Mark's here. Mark's here. All right, Mark. Why don't you give us your two? My two were Jamal Adams and Austin Matthews. Okay. Kendall? Uh, mine are Jamal Adams and John Morant. Mass? Later. Uh, mine were Saquon Barkley and uh, Jamal Adams. Kyle's were, he texted it, so I'll just say him. Jamal Adams and Trey Young. Kyle, your mute thing went away. Can you talk? Yeah. There we go. And uh, my two were Jamal Adams and Austin Matthews. 
All right, so... so Jamal Adams is out. Yep. <laughs> and by one vote, Austin Matthews is out, too. Good. Guy does a, so much cocaine. <laughs> well, shouldn't that include him I on the list? Cocaine is exciting. <laughs> I changed, yeah. All right, Mark, All right. Now, Mark, now you have to do a bump live. All right, so <laughs> the least represented... Off of Cali's stomach. All right, so anybody care to take which league is least represented? Hockey. <laughs> no. Wow. Football? Yes. Football is the least represented with five players. But, you know, can I give – I'll give you my explanation. We already talked about it before. In football, it's so much harder to kind of have that proven and, and, like, excitement thing. That young. That young. Because when you come out – I mean, guys are usually, like, in their, like, 22, 21, 22, sometimes 23 when they come out of college. Right. Whereas in basketball, they can they come out sometimes as young as 18. Baseball, they can come right out of high school. It depends on, you know, or, or from other countries. You never know. Um, I mean, fuck, isn't Juan Soto like 21 years old? Yes, he is only I mean, 21. And uh, hockey is the same type of deal as baseball. You can come from like other countries and shit. Most represented league. Baseball. Yes. NBA and NHL were both tied at six. MLB had eight. Gary Sheffield yeah. is at a home run. <laughs> so With what do you think? <laughs> Kyle, this game's pretty hard. Yeah. Do you want to do you want to try and rank it here, or do you want to try and rank it as uh, next week? I don't know. I feel like it's gonna be hard to rank it on the air. Yeah. But I also don't want to carry it over to next week. <laughs> well, we can talk about it and just finish it real quick next week. Uh, what do you What do you two What do you two scrubs think? You know, I just kind of agree with Paul on all things. So. <laughs> Uncle Pops are awesome. Don Lovato you know, sucks. Well, I can only fit like fourteen more. Not oh, if you, not the if you, fucking Travis! Not if you take that wall down. I gotta start figuring some stuff out. Like taking that wall down. <laughs> the travesty, Mock. Mock, what's more important, having place to store stupid things or Funko Pops? You know, Mass, just think, if your computer ran out of memory for Minecraft, you'd be mad. Ah, so Yeah, you Minecraft whore. <laughs> so the funny thing is, I just bought more memory. So it'll never happen. Ah, see, because you were running out. You've <laughs> run out of cows. <laughs> never run out of cows. My farm will never die. The Mass has so much territory that it could cover Greenland in Minecraft. Well, that's That was rest. a stupid <laughs> joke. Yeah, I know. Jesus. All right, do you guys Kyle, wanna... what do you think? Let's finish it out. I don't know how we're going to rank it, though. Anybody have any ideas how we should go about ranking? I think we do in reverse Tear order. Maker. Could All right, do that. so I, well, no, I made... Because I'm I like, made, what if it's like Patrick Mahomes versus... I made a mistake. Well, what if it's like Patrick hold Mahomes on. versus Christian hold McCaffrey? Hold on, like, hold on, hold on. <laughs> bring it back. Made a mistake. K-A-T should have been eliminated. <laughs> what do you mean? He had three no votes. He should have been gone to begin with. So there's 24 now? Yes. So, oh, so bring did, him back. So then, so then bring back Austin Matthews. Because okay. Jamal Adams got five no's. Austin Matthews only got two. <laughs> All right. So I brought Austin Matthews back. So does anybody want to hear our finals? Isn't it the same? Just with Austin <laughs> did, I, did I read off all of them? I don't remember if I did. No. Read, read, read it through. Uh, for NBA, we have John Morant, Luca, Devin but, Booker. This, so here, here's the thing. This is what I think you should do. Well, let's do the whiskey review kind of thing. Mass, are you able to take a picture of this or type it out on your 
yeah. your cell phone or whatever and send everybody the list of 25 so that these guys that aren't here can see the list. And then that way, I think it'll be easier to do a ranking kind of thing. if Because otherwise, you're going to have to repeat every name, every rank. Yeah. And I can promise you Mock's not listening. That's not true. He's too busy eating Sour Patch. Or, uh, no, what's the, what's the food he eats all the time? Uh, those are out. What do you eat? I got nothing. No, but what do you normally eat when, like, when we did our shows during quarantine? It was, uh, it was Starburst jelly beans. Yeah. <laughs> Why are those out? Because he ate too many of them. No, like, they're, they're just gone. Um, All eight. What if Demi Lovato showed up with a bag? I'd eat it. Which? All. <laughs> All right, shall we Did try the whiskey? Starburst. Did you send the thing yet? Yeah. Oh, okay. All right, so we're going to try this whiskey first while you guys review the list, okay? Did you guys get the list yet? Uh, not yet. Negative. Well, I don't know what to tell you guys. It's still sending. <laughs> I kind of want them to get the list first so that they can review it while we do the... All right, for the listeners, we have John Moran. No, no, I'm not doing all that. They can, figure it out. they can figure it out. Mock can post it on the Twitter. I don't fucking care. There you go. No, look at Twitter. Twitter. Mock, where can they find us? <laughs> Not yet. <laughs> Don't look at Twitter. <laughs> Why is it bad? No. You can find us on TikTok. No, you can't. Go no. fuck yourself, Matt. <laughs> Someone friggin' throat chop them. I actually started a Frisbee golf TikTok today. Ugh. <laughs> it's just me asking other players what their wives look like. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that's one guy today while I was playing came up to me and like like just insisted I throw one of his discs. That's weird. And then he was like, "It's like you can." It was on hole six, and he was like, "You can borrow it for the rest of the round." I'm like, "Oh, you don't have to wait around for me. You can just take it. It's okay. I appreciate." It. He goes, "No, I'm probably gonna play a second round. My wife has the day off, and I really don't like her." And I was like, <laughs> Sounds like there's some bigger problems yeah. here. <laughs> All right, you guys get it now? Yeah. Yep. Right. Yeah, also, Paul? Yeah. Yo. Oh, yeah, I'm on it. What? Don't worry about it. All right. Yeah, don't worry about it. All right, so uh, why don't you guys... Uh... So the first thing that popped up, Mock, was a different like thing, and I was like, how do you know that person? Hmm. Um, all right, so uh, while they review the list, uh, Kendall and Mock, why don't you guys give yourself a nose? What are you guys getting on the nose? Did you smell it yet? I'm sorry. I smell. Oh, mass, sorry. Kind of getting a, some, some smoke. We want the smoke. Oh, my. I'm smelling a little bit of floral. Oh, my, Mark. <laughs> Am I getting a hint of floral? Are you? I don't fucking know. I'm at your nose. I'm getting a sweetness, but I don't know about floral. I don't think I've ever smelled a flower. That's a problem. <laughs> Paul, you looking at morning show person? Oh, no. Oh. I was looking at a, a singer. Oh, yeah. The second letter of the alphabet, I'd imagine. A <laughs> <laughs> couple of them. Yep. That, that order. I hate, I hate, there's, there's too many of these to look through. I'm going to give it a taste here. I so just list, smelling I'm it. I don't think I'm going to enjoy it. Make a list here. Kind of make a list. I mean, 
We'll figure it out. So, what are you guys getting on the nose? Floral. <laughs> I kind of got more of that oaky smokiness to it. I took a, I took a sip and I kind of gave it the swish around. The Listerine. The Listerine swish. All right, so you should get um, baking spices, some vanilla, oak, maybe a little <laughs> peach on the nose. Kendall, what's a baking spice? Uh, baking soda, I believe. <laughs> no, um, I don't know. I don't know what. A baking... What do you guys got on the on the taste? Nutmeg. A nutmeg would be a thing. Cinnamon, clove. Not yeah. a huge fan of this one. I like it a lot. Um, I, I definitely get a sweetness uh, to it. Um, hold on. I had my switch. I'm going to go my... I don't think I can finish this. You got anything? Matt, what do you got in the flavor? Bitter and it's upsetting my stomach. Bitter? <laughs> No, it's 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 sweet. It got, I, I don't know. It, this one is just so this. Just Massey just threw um, up right now. This to me uh, had very uh, scotch-like aspects to it. I got it's the wood that does make it good, as they say. Um, that was the Kenny Rogers Roaster slogan. Um, I, I I've got through all the tasting. I really got a. Vanilla component. I don't know if it's just because I got it in my head, but looks probably what it is. No vanilla. No vanilla. I'm a, I don't get any vanilla on the taste at all. I get a little bit of peach and apricot. Um, mild, mild amounts of nutmeg. Um, I get birch and some oak. And that was the Kentucky Owl. Uh, bottled and bond confiscated. That would be what you classify as a complex. Nope, this was the expensive one. Ugh. I chose to go expensive first. I was very tasty. I enjoyed that immensely. I'm disappointed that I didn't enjoy that. Hey. Stop talking yeah. like you're a fucking smart kid. <laughs> well, you know what? It uh, feels good. Kyle, you should jump off a roof right now. <laughs> I don't like what you did at all. Why would he do? He sent me a... Go ahead and send Mark the text. I won't even... I'm making my list. <laughs> um, Kyle, I'm kind of curious. Send it to me, too. <laughs> All right. Don't send it to Kendall, though. He won't you guys like, get it yet? He won't like the eyeball thing. Oh, <laughs> I'd say send it to him. <laughs> You're saying I'm just going to... Are we going with the second one? Or Mark, no? you sure you wanted to see that eyeball thing? It's not really, but... I mean, I will. No, are you sure you want Kendall to see the eyeball thing? I don't want Kendall to see it. That Kyle's sending you? I won't open it up. Are we trying the second one? No, no, we'll do the... Let's do some... Let's do some... some, uh, Listing. So, let's let's figure this out. (laughs) We wasted a lot of time. Um, So, how do you guys want to do this? I don't think there's a good way to do it. So, I I think... There's certain aspects like maybe we can rake by sport. Well, I think if a player's like either won a championship or has like you know All right. accolades, they would be you know the top of the list. No, because we're going off excitement. We're not going off of, of, of stature. But I feel like they can they could go hand in hand. They can, but it doesn't necessarily have to be. No, you're right. 
Do we want to go by sport? Like For rank- example, I think it's more exciting to watch Shane Bieber pitch than Cody Bellinger hit. But Cody Bellinger is a more established hardware guy. Okay, I can agree with that. All right, so I think it's better if we go in. So you're going to keep track of the list? Yeah. I think it's better if we go in. in, in sport order? In, 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 no, and we go in order 1 to 25. All right, I think on. it'd be easier that way because we can eliminate people faster. Okay, I think I, I think that would be a little easier. It's going to be like kind of a majority vote, I guess. So you guys are going to have to kind of keep track of, at home there, uh, Mock and, and Kyle. Um, like who's eliminated, okay? Yeah. So who do you guys think should be the number one most exciting to watch on the list? Monsieur Mahomes. Okay. Vote from Holmes. I mean, I didn't know he was French. <laughs> you know, Kyle loves the French. <laughs> you're you got to bring your whole family's going down. <laughs> you're supposed to love your family. Uh, for me, it's Luca. Okay, one for Luca. Kendall? Um, I guess I'll go. I guess I'll go Mahomes. All right. Uh, Mock? Mahomes. All right. Mine's Connor McDavid. So Mahomes gets the number one. Okay, hold on. See, and I feel like this will be easier because, like, like so, like, Kyle and I will probably just pick the same guy for number two that we picked for one because he didn't get it. You know what I'm saying? Numero dos. All right, I'm going Connor McDavid. I'm going Luca. Anybody else have anything to weigh in? Luca. Okay. Right, two for Luca. McDavid. Kendall, for the sake of radio, you have to pick McDavid or Luca. Yeah, I will. Um, <laughs> I will or, pick. Or KAT. Yeah. I'm touching in McDavid now. I'll put McDavid. Yeah, I had that coming. All right. Hey, don't be like a sourpuss there, Souls. I'm not. Number I'm three. Luca. Luca. With a K. No, no, keep the C. Is that not right? Trey Young's with a K. Is it? He said Trey Young. <laughs> uh, what are you going with? It doesn't really matter. No, it doesn't. It's Luca. All right. Number four. McCaffrey. Agreed. Lamar Jackson. McCaffrey. McCaffrey. Number five. Lamar Jackson. For me, it's Shane Beaver. Nathan McKinnon. I'm going to agree with Kyle. I'm going to go Beaver on this one. Uh... You're going to follow through with that Trey Young pick? (laughs) (laughs) Number six. I'll go McKinnon for this one. McKinnon. Saquon. The sound of uh, Rebecca's color pencils rattling is <laughs> riveting. Uh, my vote's back to Jackson. Mine would be Jackson as well. So so we have a two-way tie between McKinnon and Jackson. So, Mark, you got to pick between Lamar Jackson and Nathan McKinnon. McKinnon. Number seven, Lamar Jackson. 
I'm gonna say Tom. Jackson just because I want to get him off the board. <laughs> what did you say? I'm gonna say I want to take Jackson just so I get him off the board. So you can hear me stop saying it. Yes. <laughs> I'm gonna say Juan Soto. Saquon Barkley. Juan Soto. I'll take my Jackson back. Unbelievable mess. <laughs> you, you, you pick him with the. So what do, what do you say, Kyle? I said Tatis Jr. So Juan Soto wins then, right? Well, Kendall didn't vote. Yeah, he oh. said Jackson. Yeah, and now I'm not voting for him ever again. <laughs> <laughs> After that freaking betrayal. <laughs> Kendall likes his Ravens. <sighs> Number eight. Devin Booker. The light skinned guy from the Suns. <laughs> John Morant. Saying John Morant. Kai, you're saying Tatis? Saquon. Saquon. Kendall? Um, I'll take Tatis Jr. Tatis. Kendall shouldn't be allowed to go last because he's always just going to pick somebody that... Hey, trying to keep it moving, baby. So we have a five-way tie, don't we? No, the two said Tatis. Oh. All right, I'll lead off with the, the ninth. Is it nine? Yes. Austin Matthews. <laughs> the guy who fucking barely made the cut, <laughs> and you're picking him for nine. Right, right, right. Booker here. John Morant. Booker. Saquon. So it's Booker. Who did Kendall say? I said uh, Austin Matthews. <laughs> oh, that's right. So it's Devin Booker. Devin Booker it is, number 10. Lamar. Wow. Anybody else? Jackson. Jackson, let's get it over with. All right, so Mark, we don't have the vote. Eleven. On, on wherever we're typing this, can you put a Kyle Hart say, uh, Jackson? Actually, you know what would be funny, Mock, is you should frame a photo of him and Lamar Jackson and put it next to the Bob Flacco one. <laughs> that would be funny. <laughs> Have him be like at a beach party. <laughs> Kyle still hasn't texted me the thing, so. Bellinger. Mm, Saquon. Go I'm going to go with Saquon. Yeah, I'll take Saquon for 400. So Saquon it is. Mass is pissed. Why? <laughs> I don't know. You're Bass. I'm not. All right. 12. Minecraft. <laughs> I'm go- I know I'm losing. I'm going to say Eloy Jimenez. John Morant. Ronald Acuna Jr. Mark um, and Kendall. Cody Bellinger. Bellinger. Come on, man. Eloy Jimenez, as much fun as he is, as exciting as he is to watch hit home runs, it's even more exciting to watch him fail in the left field position. <laughs> I mean, to be honest, I thought Mark was picking a different person. Because <laughs> we all... <laughs> uh, 13. Lucky Thanks, number Ken. 13. Dry stall. I was going to pick him, Paul. So are you going to now? I am. Oh, okay. Uh, insert hockey player name. Say it. Say it. It's number seven on NHL. Just try to say it. Let let me pull up the list. Hold on. Oh, he's just been going off of his head. (laughs) Did you expect anything else from the guy playing? He's been looking at his MLB roster. Yeah. These names look familiar. Uh, Pasternak. No, number seven. Uh, You don't tell me who to vote for. Yeah, you were voting for the same guy we were voting for. All right. So say seven. Dressed at all. All right. 
So he said the heart medicine. <laughs> <laughs> dry stall? So dry stall gets it. All right. Hey, Matt. Yeah. I got a feeling your life's going down. Why is that? Hey, hey Kyle. Or, uh, hey, Mock. Yes, sir. Remember how you were like, oh, I don't really know about, like, uh, uh, Luis Robert? What? Remember how you were like, I don't really know much about Luis Robert? Uh-huh. He just hit a 450-foot oppo taco home run. Mm. I uh, flew out today to the left center fielder. <laughs> Barkov. Saquon. We already said Saquon. Damn. <laughs> shot. Yeah, it's a private stock shot. I will do that in just one moment. Eloy. Jason Tatum. Trey Young off the board? No. Damn. Um, I guess I'll go Tatum. You know, he always agrees with Kyle. Yeah, I know. Yeah, they're they're like secret best friends. Now wait a they minute. Hang out wait a minute. Yep, I, they do. I, I Fifteen agree. moving on. You know, you know Fifteen moving on. You know what's, what's funny? You know what's funny about that, Mark? Is actually Kendall texted me today and said I'm actually going to go a different route with my best man option, and then he what? asked Kyle. We're going to call uh, after the day switch. <laughs> day yeah, you, of switch. You guys are He's going to Michael Scott it. You guys are all my best men. <laughs> I can't be your bestest mensch. 15. I wish I kept track. What? Acuna. Morant. Trey Young. Here Young. You all right, that does it. Hold on. Because fuck that. What were the other two names said? I said uh, John Morant, and he said Acuna. Acuna. All right, so it's a two-way tie. So you have to pick between Acuna and Trey Young. See, I'm torn. But you almost were going to say CM. I'm torn between Sheffield to triple away from the cycle. I'm torn between pissing off Kyle and pissing off Kendall. You're gonna piss me off. (laughs) Oh, in that case, that's fucked up. Because I'm just gonna pick Saquon again. (laughs) All right, so we went with Acuna. Yeah, Eloy Jimenez, John Morant. I agree with Jimenez. Trey Young. Juan Soto. 16. Juan Soto. Forgot he was still on the board. Yeah, it kind of blew that one. Juan Soto. <laughs> I vote that. All right, so we had two Juan Sotos. Kyle, you seen Juan Soto? Juan Soto came off the board at number seven. Did he? Yeah. Oh. Okay. I was going to say. <laughs> I was like, what? <laughs> I was about to make the executive decision that we switch Eloy and Juan Soto. <laughs> All right, so I'm saying, so what are we on then? 17. Okay. Uh, Pasternak. Pasternak. You know, it seems like a good time as any. Pasternak. God damn it. 18. Minka Fitzpatrick. God damn it. Morant. Uh, Trey Young. Trey Young. Kyle. Minka. Yeah. I went with you guys last time, Minka. Yeah. No. Yeah, no, you said it. Right. No, it's already oh. said. It's already said. <laughs> Bitch, fuck you, it's already said. All right, Bass, you got to give me $6 now. That's fine. Give him $6. You just 
Never mind. I'll, exp- I'll do the prices at the end. <laughs> Let's 19. Just put it this way. The, John shot, the shot that you didn't like was worth a lot more than $6. Perfect. <laughs> you uh, want John Morant? Yeah. At what number? 19. 19? Mm, so I've gone with you twice. Give me John Morant. No, it's a pretty decent spot to pick John Morant. Who, who came off? Minka? Yeah. Minka, yeah. Trey Young. Trey Young. So, wait, are there any NFL players left? Uh, is Saquon is still on the board? I thought we yeah, voted Saquon. We voted Saquon in. Did we? Yeah. Hold on. Yeah, he came off the board at 11. No, there are no more uh, NFL players left. Um, John Morant. Hooray! Kendall? Hi, uh, Trey Young. Oh, Mock? Trey Young. Uh, well, I'm going to say Luis Robert since it doesn't matter anyway. you got to pick between Trey Young and John Morant. Oh, man. Paul, come on. I know, but like, it's like... Paul, come on. I want to make Kyle happy, but not... Like, it's, like, equal to the amount of upsetness I want to cause mass. But like, <laughs> Why? John Morant's, like, way more exciting than Trey Young. So, Perfect. John Morant. So, Kyle and I both picked the same person. You realize that, right? I said I wanted to make Kyle happy oh. as much as I wanted to make you mad. 20. Luis Robert. Robert. Trey Young. Here's the thing. I don't care that Luis Robert has only played, like, 20 games, fucking lighten it up. Braden Point. Braden Point. All right, so, Mark, you got to pick between Luis Robert and Braden Point. Uh, point. Unbelievable. You took a place <laughs> in upstate New York versus a person. 21. Kendall, was that a geography joke? Yes. It was a made-up joke. Braden Point. Luis Robert. Louis oh. Robert. Actually, that's what I meant because I I, I thought he got pictures. That's Louis Robert got it. Yep. Twenty-two. Austin Matthews. Alexander Barkov. Braden Point. Braden Point's already been picked. Austin Matthews. <laughs> Kendall, there's no Austin. new there's no new fake Alexa Bliss nudes. Stop looking. There could be. He's looking at he's looking Trey at, Young. He's looking at upskirt shots of her being held up by Braun Strowman. <laughs> Twenty-three. Upskirt. Who got picked? Uh, Austin Matthews did. At what number? Uh, he was at 22. Okay, all right. 23. Jack Flaherty. Hey, I'll go with Flaherty. Works for me. Oh, come on, Kendall. You don't even give any thought to it. Well, you know the problem is? I don't remember. <laughs> so look at the list and stop looking at Alexa Bliss. Well, I am looking at the list, but that's the problem. <laughs> so you're going with Flaherty? I am actually going with Flaherty. All right. 24. Alexander Barkov. Pass me. Barkov. Uh, we got two for Barkov. Barkov. It's between Barkov and Trey Young. Yeah. Barkov. Barkov. Trey Young. All right, so Barkov and Trey Young at 25? Yep. All right. There's the list. All right, so I'm going to read it off real quick. Nah, you don't have to. We're going to do it anyways. All right. Uh... Hurt Young is what I just typed. This list went exactly how I wanted it to. Patrick Mahomes, no, Connor McDavid, <laughs> Luca, McCaffrey, Shane Bieber, McKinnon. Kyle, Lamar Jackson would have been 25 if it went the way Soto, Tatius Jr., Booker, Jackson, Kyle Hartson, Lamar Jackson, Saquon, Bellinger, Drystall, Tatum, Acuna, Jimenez, Boschnock, Fitzpatrick, Morant, Point, Robert, Matthews, Flaherty, Barkov, and Young. 
All right. Uh, real quick, uh, can you? We we did like kind of a potluck in the first hour, which I think we're going to continue to do while you, since you guys are going to probably be absent for the first hour for the next few weeks. You guys should do that forever. Um, <laughs> Mass basically just said that he doesn't want you guys here. Yeah, he sprawled out. He sprawled out the back. entire full side of the, the room. Yep. It's comfy. I tell you what. So uh, you were saying about potluck? Oh, uh, you made that joke when we were talking about uh, uh, Vlad. Vlad being stepping down. You made that joke about the Mavs. Mavs legend. Say it to Kyle. See if Kyle understands it. Kyle, Mavs legend Vlad. Uh, it was like a joke that like a meme someone posted about Mavs. Le- Mavs legend Vlad. Do you understand that? I, it went over my head. Like Mavericks legend. Yeah, I, I guess Mavs. Right. That's the only thing I can think of. It's NBA. <laughs> Vlad? Vlad. Did, did he... I mean, because Luca was the one, right? The, the first pick? No. Oh, second pick? No. What was he picked? Five. So did the, did the, the, the Kings not pick him, and that's why? Well, no, because the Hawks picked him. The Kings went Bagley. But before Doncic was picked? Yeah. So maybe that's why? Let me you see if I can find out. Only reason why. Let's see. Why did Divock also suck ass at everything? We we talked about it. We were. We talked. We I'm talked about it. it. I mean, Bagley hasn't been bad. No, but he's definitely not Doncic. No. no. All right, so gentlemen, let's try our uh, sixth whiskey. Um, Kyle, Mock, why don't you guys talk about something while we uh, do our sniffs and tastes? So, guys. Well, hold on real quick. Boys, remember, I want you guys to, to inhale mass. You're not going to find it. Don't worry about it. I'm listening. Don't worry about it. Just do the, just do the whiskey. I'm listening. Talk. In, inhale the whiskey. Okay. Get a good deep couple of noses on it. One sip. Swash it around. Spit if you want. And then second swash. Swallow. we got to make swash it around and swallow. Oh, I'm, uh, it I'm was about the trade with the mass. Connection issues. Kyle, talk about something. Yep. Fish right. are pretty cool. <laughs> what are? All right, what do you guys got in the nose? All right, guys, I got to go to bed. Good night. Vanilla? I say I'm probably doing the same, and I'm starting to cut in and out. Good night. Good night. I'll uh, catch you fellas on the flippity flop. I'll see you fucking tomorrow. All right, bye, guys. Later. Vanilla? Okay. Anything else? Gonna make it five more minutes. Okay. Uh, pure alcohol. <laughs> so uh, it's only eighty-six proof, mess. I don't know. I can smell rubbing alcohol in this. Ooh. So definitely get some. I mean, eighty-six proof. You're looking at. That was a loud noise. Yeah. Sorry. Mm-hmm. So 86 proof, this is the second weakest whiskey you've tasted tonight. What was the first? The first weakest was the, the rum the, one. The rum one was 80 proof. So I'm definitely getting like an, an, an oaky vanilla scent. And also, this is going to sound stupid, but like a skinned fruit, like a like something that like we talked about, like, in, like an apricot or a, a apricot. Like apricot. 
I don't think I've ever eaten an apricot. So like a pitted fruit? Oh uh, yeah, something that would have like a, like a thicker skin. Like it would, it would yeah, be yeah. A thicker skin. You're something? talking about something that's got like a, like a fuzzy skin. Yeah, kind of yeah, 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 yes, that's yeah, exactly like a peach, a uh, nectarine, mm. um, something like that, right? Okay. What are you guys getting on the on the the palate? I haven't tasted it yet. Well, take us take a swash. Swash buckle that shit around, bro. It ain't gonna get any better sitting. Hmm. So it definitely has a sweetness, but different than everything else. It's a mellow sweetness. I mean, anything that has vanilla is kind of more, quote, in your face, because it's like, oh, vanilla is obviously sweet. Um, this is, the, yeah, mass, it is, it does seem more mellow. This, this is something that I would say, I, Kendall, now I feel like you, I can't find my words. The flavor hangs around, but it's not an overpowering flavor. It's it's sweet, but it's light. It's it's the second. Uh, I can't remember which one. This, this is the second richest one, I think. This is the second that, most expensive, but it's the most complex. Right. Well, I meant like rich, rich in flavor. So you guys were kind of close on the nose. You, you, you will. That get... was oaky. When I just finished it off. So on the nose, you're going to get like a toasted oak. You will get that. Um, so I think that Kendall, like, I mean, Kendall was saying like the pitted fruit. I could see where he's kind of getting that peach. But where you're getting that is from is you're going to get a lot of that caramel and brown sugar. So like those those richer, sweeter qualities that mix very well with fruit. Brown sugar being an apple pie type of thing. Caramel dip type of thing. On the taste, you'll get some vanilla bean and baking spices, those sweetness. You don't, don't, you know, vanilla is a very popular flavor in bourbon. That, there's no wrongness in ever saying that. But you're also going to get some maple, mm. some baked apple, and Didn't butterscotch. That yeah. might be what I was... Totally see that. As soon as yeah. you said, when you said caramel, like, like, that hit that, right on the head. And that, that bourbon is called, it's, uh, the company is Savage and Cook, and the name of it is The Burning Chair. I like that one. That was pretty good. Yeah. So a fun fact about the burning chair. Um, you guys probably don't know about this wine, but very popular, expensive wine. You know, you, you, go, you go out and you talk about the expensive wines, the, the, the popular brands. There's a very popular wine that's very pricey called Opus One. I've heard of it. So Opus. So Opus One. <laughs> it's a fucking face. Opus One, the, the, the wine, the, the, the master, the wine master like guy there left Opus One and opened this brewery. Oh, for this wow. distillery. This is his. The guy that used to be the head guy in charge of making Opus One. What are those guys? Opened called? this distillery because because uh, making wine was boring to him. What's <laughs> that called? What? The guys that go around tasting wine and are the wine masters. Like a tasting so, wines. Sommelier. Tasting yeah. wines. Yeah. Yeah. He's not. That's not what he is. He he's was not a sommelier. No, he was the guy that made Opus One. Gotcha. Like okay. he, he like like he fermented the grapes. Like gotcha. he was there okay. in the whole process. Once the grapes were picked and brought in, he was there from the. The peeling process all the way through to the bottling. I don't know. I kind of want to be a someone, yeah. That then sounds like here, a fun job. Then he came here and became a, the master distiller for Savage and Cook Brewery. Or uh, distillery. So when you say he became the master of it, is that like his company? He opened it? Yeah. Master distiller is like the head guy. Okay. They're the ones in charge of everything. So like we met the master distiller when we went to Litchfield. Yep. 
It's the master distiller um, for a small branded distillery usually tends to be the owner. Okay. Um, Would you consider this small? Yeah, Savage Cook is small. So, like, Russell's Reserve Master Distiller is not the owner. Because okay. Russell's Reserve is a, is a brand off of the Wild so, Turkey brand. So that's like a it's, CEO or something like that. that yeah, it's own, conglomerate kind of thing. It's not conglomerate. It's not that big, but I mean, but it's owned by the Campari Group. So if you're okay. a Campari, yeah, and Aperol, right? Those two. Yep. The, the, so those two. Th- those are called aperitifs, Italian liqueurs. Uh, yep. They also make a Braulio. Um, um, they're they're after dinner drinks. They're meant to settle your stomach. They're yeah. very bitter. Aperol is usually mixed with prosecco to make an Aperol spritz. Very popular in Fairfield County. Um, it's not very like a more hoity-toity drink. Um, but I like a couple of those when I was down. But, like Campari, Campari and, and Braulio, very bitter. Braulio super heavy. It's almost like you're drinking like what you like. Imagine what a Christmas tree smells like. That's <laughs> oh what Braulio is what it tastes like. I'd like to suggest around the horn for our liquor knowledge here out of the Riddler. Yes. Hey, listen. Yeah, there's a reason I work in the industry. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Round well, the horn. And also, a, 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 oh. big, a big thanks to the Riddler for yeah. you know, giving us... You that know, was awesome. Because he doesn't have to do this. No. <laughs> He's very nice to do we this. Yeah, very me. lucky. Thank you, Riddler. Mm-hmm. I also enjoy because, you know, I drink a lot of what, you know, the Riddler has provided. And I can you never... You cheap fuck. Well, Sorry, I had to do that for Mock. Right. And I can never seem to find the right words to say. Because there, there are things that I definitely like versus other things. And well, in his defense, and this is nothing against him, he works around this all day. He knows what to say. Yeah. All right, so we'll go, kind of go down the line. So the first bourbon you guys tasted was the Noble Oak, the uh, the Double Oak bourbon finished off in the Sherry uh, stat, Staves. So that bourbon, if you were to find it at a liquor store, will generally retail somewhere around the thirty-five ninety-nine. Mm-hmm. Very amicable price for a bourbon. And then I believe next you guys went to the Russells, right? If I'm correctly. Yes. Kendall, we should rate these out of five stars the next time we do this around. Well, you can you can rate them. I mean, you guys probably can remember to an extent. Oh, yeah, I, I cannot. I, Sorry. I mean, well, I, I kind of can. I kind of try to keep my, my cups in order. Um, I mean, right off the bat, the, the double oak. Yes. I'm going to suggest we move uh, Luis Roberts up the pole. Second home run of the game. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> He's a fun ball player, and I always have a soft spot for, you know, that. Kind of. Well, a lot of a lot of people are testing to be like the, the, the like the new Mike Trout because he's not only so good defensively, but I mean the guy hits the ball. Yeah. So, but anyway, so the Russell's ten. We'll, we'll do the ratings for next time. We'll sure. save it. I'll, I'll make tasting sheets for sure. Cool. Um, the Russell's Reserve ten year, um, uh, part of the Campari Group, uh, branch off of the Wild Turkey family. Um, you'll generally find that around for uh, about thirty nine ninety nine a bottle, is where that'll retail again. Very amicable for. Especially for a ten-year-old, um, age statements are something that are kind of becoming a thing of the past for bourbons, um, because bourbons are kind of adapting the same type of deal. Scotch, when you put an age statement on a bottle, the youngest whiskey in that bottle has to be ten years old. So Russell's Reserve, there are, um, uh, there are bo- bottles will taste different batches. Because you can get a batch that may be predominantly 15-year-old Russell's Reserve and maybe a little bit of 10. And then you could get a batch that's almost all 10, maybe with a splash of 12. Mm-hmm. So there's, there's some the same thing with like Johnny Walker, 18-year. Uh, it's just the youngest one in Johnny Walker. So when you – Scotch, when you have a year-age statement on it, it's like McAllen 50-year-old, a $72,000 bottle. is cost. That's what it costs to a, to a retailer. So probably like a $100,000 bottle on the shelf. 
the youngest whiskey in that bottle is 50 years old. But there could very well be 70-year-old whiskey in that bottle. You don't know. Yeah. They don't only, only the master distiller knows. Um, so after that, we went on to the uh, Basil Hayden, the Caribbean. Um, I believe, if I remember correctly, I believe the Caribbean would be about forty nine ninety nine or so on the shelf, somewhere in that ballpark. It's a limited item, so if you can find it, get it type of deal. Um, Basil Hayden's kind of always around the same point, 40 to forty to $55, somewhere in that range for all their prices, except for the 10-year-old. That's up, up the market more. Um, but that very smooth Caribbean uh, flavor. The I.W. Harper, uh, I was actually wrong. Um, the I.W. Harper is actually the second most expensive bottle. The I.W. Harper, which comes in this, I actually think the very pretty bottle. Mm. Yeah. It's, it's a heritage brand, is it not? It's kind of like a... Yeah, so it's been around since 1872. Um this bottle would probably retail on the shelf somewhere in like the sixty nine ninety nine to nice seventy five dollar <laughs> range, um, and then the Savage and Cook, which was the last one you guys tasted, Mass. You liked this one a lot, and the, the black bottle here yeah. with the glass cork, very unique type of thing. Mm. Um, almost works like a twist off because you don't have to worry about breaking it. Um, Savage and Cook, you'll find somewhere around the sixty dollar mark, fifty to sixty, and then the uh, the <laughs> Unfortunately for Mass, Kendall, I know, liked it. Um, this one's my... Uh, I won this bottle, even though it's got the sample sticker on it. I did win this bottle for uh, an achievement at work. The Kentucky Owl, they make a confiscated, and then they make a bottled and bond confiscated, which is what this is. I won this from the supplier, um, which uh, Kentucky Owl is actually owned by Stoli. Oh, really? Yeah, the vodka company Stoli. Huh. Um, the Kentucky Owl confiscated, and confiscated bottled, and bond... Um, if you can find a bottle of it, which is very hard to do up here because they usually only ship about two to three cases to Connecticut every couple of years, will usually retail on the shelf somewhere around three fifty a bottle. Wow. Yeah. That was very good. You I hated a $350 whiskey. That was delicious. Did you finish it? <laughs> Matt's yeah. like, I got to drink it just because. That's what I'm saying. When you're like $6, I was like, yeah, this was probably like a $60 <laughs> shot at a bar. Um, and so that's the going down. Mm. You have to finish it. Give it to Kendall. He'll finish it. I spin it back. So no. Yeah, that's right. That's fair. So uh, yeah. So that's the whiskey tasting. So do you guys yeah. have a favorite, uh, Kendall? Uh, Ma- uh, Massey, I believe. I think yours was probably the Basil Hidden Drum. No, that one actually. The Savage and Cook Burning Chair. Yeah, Kendall. Kendall, don't say the confiscated owl, confiscated bottle and bottle just because it was three hundred fifty dollars. No, no. So I think <laughs> honestly, my my favorite is kind of it's, it's kind of a cop out. It's a tie between the double oak and in the in the black bottle there. Um, the noble oak. It's no, a pretty no solid. Oak. It's solid. And it's you know, a solid whiskey. It, it's kind of like a very like traditional. It's it's very sound. Um, I I did like the three hundred fifty dollar bottle. It, it did stand out. You know what's funny? The Basil Hayden. I didn't care for her that much. And You're not I, a big rum guy. I'm not a rum guy. and I think Well, that brings us to our next point. So next week when we do our sampling, what would you guys like to try? I'll let you guys decide, and I'll bring all the, the, the bottles. Rum. I have, now listen. I, I have a plethora of a cabinet. I have over 150 bottles of liquor in my cabinet. So rum. We can do rum. I'm going to do six bottles for show. So we can do rum. We can do tequila slash mezcal. Ooh, let's do that. We can do scotch. 
We can do other whiskeys, which would be more Canadian, Irish. Um, okay, now give me a break from whiskeys for a week. Give me yeah. a, give me a break from this kind of liquor for a week. That's fine. Listen, if you want to do tequila or, or rum, that's fine. I don't I don't love rum, but it doesn't mean that we can't. We also it. have to remember too. Kendall's Kendall's hatred for rum comes from Captain Morgan, and we will not be tasting. Captain that's Morgan. fair. I tequila, I will be fine through. Well, you want to do tequila next week? Let's do tequila. Tequila I mean, slash mezcal. R- yeah. Riddler is. I don't know what mezcal a, is. So mezcal is a. Uh, it's a. You brand, sit over there, be quiet. It's a brand off of mez. It's a brand off of tequila. Gotcha. Okay. So mezcal, you're you're gonna find that during the tequila show, I'm probably gonna bring three or four tequilas, and then either three or two mezcal. Can one of them be the Nick Jonas tequila? Yeah, I'll bring one of those. Look at the villa one. Um. <laughs> so. What what's going to happen with that? And the, the tequila will be interesting because you get to, we're going to do the we'll dip into the repo and yeho category as well a little bit, which has the age statement on it. But Kendall Kendall will prefer the mezcal because mezcal has a little bit more of a, squ- a scotch quality to it. So, and then Budweiser, everybody has Budweiser. Yeah, yeah. Budweiser, traditional beer. Kendall, where can they find us? Well, they can find us at Facebook and Instagram, uh, getting sports with a drunk. Twitter at GSWD underscore four. Make sure you use the hashtag GSWD for all your daily uses, whether it's having a super disagreed upon top 25 list <laughs> or sipping a $350 bourbon and deciding you hate it. <laughs> <laughs> we are live every Monday night, 8-ish, 8.30-ish to 11, 11.30-ish midnight on the PPRN radio network, uh, powered by what, Mass Spreaker. Spreaker. <laughs> Listen, anywhere you find a podcast, we're there. Podbean, iHeartRadio, all that fun stuff. Pandora, Apple. Yeah, we're 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 there. We're covered by it all. Wherever Um, you find internet radio shows and podcasts, you find us. We're there. Stay always locked into the PPR and Radio Network celebrating 10 years this year. You know, know, COVID-19 has been really crappy, but you know what? We're happy to be part of the network. We're happy to be, you know, providing a show for you guys. Stay tuned in. Peter's show, uh, Wednesday nights, 7.30 to 10.30. Uh, the Joe Antonio show, it's on all the time. <laughs> Just find it. It's um, there. Watch it. Crew, Listen to it. Four Live Crew, they do Sunday uh, afternoons, uh, basically 5 to 7. Uh, so a lot of, lot of stuff. Uh, live music returning to uh, PPRN, 24-hour. Big, music. exciting. Yep. Yeah. So, well. That's it. That's it. We'll Hope you guys enjoyed the show. Yeah, we'll be back next week. And uh, until then, I'm your host, the Cupcake the Riddler. I'm the Mask Chris Massey. And I am the Red Baron of a Rat. Yeah.